We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra and on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Wendy's has another sweet reason to get out of bed, the new cinnamon pull-apart. It's at Wendy's, satisfying all your sweet morning cravings with all the bakery-inspired flavors you love from Cinnabon, like sweet, warm cinnamon sugar rolled dough, the perfect ooey-gooey texture, and a little dollop of that signature cream cheese frosting. It's all served in a way that's easy to eat and easy to love. Get the best part in every single bite with Cinnabon Pull-Apart. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. The new Cinnabon Pull-Apart. Only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Hey, how you doing, Elvis? I don't know. This is getting kind of weird. Go ahead. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Everybody up. Come, Come on, on, let's go. Turn up your radio, my heart radio. Now it's on your phone, but it used to be your stereo. Mary is the man named Elvis Duran. He's a sexy little Texan with a mic in his hand. Oh, Daniel and so It's not fair, yo. She's talking entertainment. She really hates me. Yo. I got a disease. I'm falling down on my knees. I think I'm falling for that blonde bombshell. Oh, so much of other people working here, you know. But enough about them. It's time to start the show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. It just feels like a Friday. It's like every day feels like a Friday. Yes. No. It's a good thing because Friday feels good. Yeah. But when it's not Friday, it's like a false feeling of feel good. Yeah, it feels like a Friday except tomorrow morning you still have to wake up before the crack of dawn. Yeah. I got some great news for you. We are two days away from the iHeartRadio Music Festival Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So excited. You still can be a part of it. We'll tell you this morning, uh, all morning long, how you can listen to it and watch it. It's going to be pretty easy. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Hello there, Froggy. Good morning, Elvis Duran. Hello, Scary. Hi, Elvis. Hi, Straight Nate. Buenos dias. Hello, beautiful Bethany. Hello. Hello, Cash Cash. Really? We're starting with Cash Cash? Hell yeah. Who doesn't love a little cash? 
add a little more cash to it, make it cash, cash. Welcome to Wednesday. What's up? Wasn't that one of our first times we experienced BB Rexa right there? Yes. Love her. Her voice Love is her. just sick. I know. Hey, look at that. Look how far she's gone, and she's got so, so much further to go. We love oh, yeah. It. Hey, well, welcome to the day. Uh, before we go around the room and see what's on the minds of the superstars that bring you the morning show, uh, let's go talk to Stephanie, who I do believe is on her way to Vegas to join us at the iHeartRadio Music Festival this weekend. Is nice. that true, Stephanie? You're coming out? Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Are you coming to the yeah. iHeartRadio Music Festival? We are. We're going to be there Saturday for yeah. the daytime festival. Yeah. We're oh, so yeah. excited. We're leaving tomorrow morning. And I heard the weather is not going to be as oppressive as it normally is. <laughs> that it's not going to be like, oh, gosh. Yeah, it's only going to be like 150. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you what, who, Stephanie, who are you coming out with? So I'm going out with a couple of my friends, and it's kind of a pre-bachelorette party without the bridal party. Because so I, her bridal well, party is getting into an argument and has been fighting. So. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Well, hey, well, wait, we got to get into that. But how many total are you? Three of us. Three of us. Hey, Andrew, can we get them into our private suite at the Daytime Village? Andrew, Andrew. Andrew. We'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll get them wristbands. Because if you guys are going to in, in the bridal party are fighting, we want you there front and center. We want to watch this. Now, how come oh, people in your bridal, how come you guys aren't getting along? What's going on? So, they're not getting along because they wanted to, um, she wanted to go to Nashville for her bachelorette party, but it ended up being things didn't work out. They were saying you don't really know what you want and just a lot of fighting. So oh God. we're just like, yeah, it's just drama and it's all about the bridal party and not the bride. So we want to go to Vegas and make it about the bride. Good. Good, Good for you guys. As guys, don't be. you want them? Don't you want them in our private suite so we yes. can watch them fight and bicker? And I want to hear all the drama. <laughs> yeah, we got to get you in. All about. We'll let you read the emails and everything. <gasps> There's emails. All right. Wow. <laughs> Transcripts, everything. All right. Well, Stephanie, hold on. Oh, by the way, you are our first caller of the day, and oh we're going to send you. So <laughs> we're going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt, and we will see you at the iHeartRadio Daytime Village with BB Rexa, and uh, well, she was there several years ago, but maybe we'll get her back. Halsey will be there. Uh, Niall Horan, French Montana. It's going to be available. We'll see you there. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on. Yes, Gary. If you really want to see him bicker, Andrew just held up his hand. He only has two bands. All two right. bands. So the three oh. of them, we have two of them coming in. This is going to be a lot of fun. Oh, boy. Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind today? TV last night was incredible. I know a lot of people, we were tweeting about America's Got Talent because last night was the finale where, you know, you voted. And I didn't even know. I mean, Darcy Lynn, Light Balance, uh, Preacher Lawson, they're all amazing. So tonight we find out, like, who win wins. So I have my whole night planned, sitting down with a pizza and going to watch uh, America's Got Talent result show to see who gets the million dollars. I'm so excited. And then, of course, American Horror Story, and then I couldn't sleep after that. So Yeah, a lot of people are really into America's Got <laughs> oh, Talent. so good. My problem is if, if I'm hanging out with a group of people who are fans, they start talking about their favorite people, and I, I have no idea who they're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like some kid who lost an eye. There's a lot of those stories this time around. But <laughs> such there's one girl who she was the lone survivor in a plane crash oh, years wow. and years ago, and she's burnt on a lot of her body. She is the most inspirational person. The fact, and she has a beautiful singing voice, and she is just amazing. Oh, amazing. But she still has both eyes, though, right? She, yes. Okay, just checking. Uh, an American Horror Story. I'm going to watch <gasps> that alone at the house tonight. Oh, Wish yeah. Me luck. Not a good idea. Bethany, what's up with you today? So, it just, 
sometimes in life, if you try too hard, the thing isn't going to happen. And sometimes you just have to sit back and, you know, kind of let it happen naturally. Because we are going to Vegas this weekend, and I was trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. And I was going through my whole closet and everything I owned last night. Nothing fit. Nothing felt good. I didn't want to. I hated it all. This morning, as I'm getting ready for work, I tried on an outfit, and it was exactly what I wanted. Oh, perfect. And I'm like, okay, I needed to just relax. That's happened in big life events. It's happened in small things like clothes, and so it's a good so lesson to keep learning. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Don't you know? I mean, you want to try hard, but like, don't try to force something to happen. There It'll happen when it's ready. Yeah. Or get life lesson learned in your dressing room. In my closet. <laughs> uh, what's up with you today, Froggy? So yesterday, I'm at the grocery store and I see an AT and T truck, and there's a lot of uh, phone, TV, and internet service still out here in South Florida from Hurricane Irma just ten days ago. And some lady starts screaming at this AT&T guy how he won't come to her house and oh fix boy. her internet. And I, when it was done, I said to her, she walked away. The guy left. I said, you know, do you think you're the only one without power? And I had a nice conversation with her. I calmed her down. and Everything was great. So just practice patience. Be nice to people. There's still a lot of stuff going on here in South Florida. I know there's a hurricane hitting Puerto Rico this morning. We really have to practice patience and just be nice to one another. Amen, sister. Let's be patient. I'll try. I'll try my best. <laughs> I've got all the power, all the air conditioning, all the food, all the Wi-Fi in the world, and I'm still impatient. What a spoiled right. little ass I am. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, gotta say hello to Dylan. Dylan has been uh, working at his current job for four years. He's quitting today to join the United States Air Force. Wow. wow. We want to thank you, Dylan, for your courage and for uh, serving our country. And thanks for listening to us. We That's have awesome. To, let's dedicate the show to Dylan today. Okay. There you go, Dylan. You got a show. How you like that? <laughs> let's go uh, into your horoscopes. You're up first, Danielle. Uh, it is Mustafa, our favorite coffee guy in the whole entire world's birthday today. So happy, happy birthday. birthday to Mustafa. Capricorn, don't let your emotions get the best of you. A recent decision will require some logic and practicality. So choose wisely. Your day is a seven. Aquarius, now is the time to tell others what you need. Weave a tighter web of cooperation. It could lead to achieving your highest potential. Your day is a nine. Pisces, constructive criticism can be a big asset for building stronger bonds between you and those you respect. You'll see growth within the relationships. Your day's an eight. Aries, a recent purchase may have you feeling guilty. Although it may be difficult, <laughs> try cutting down on your spending habits. Oh, goodness. It's going to be worth it in the end. Your day is a seven. Taurus, your passion is inspirational. Make use of your self-expression to inspire others. Your day's a ten. Gemini, put your artistic skills to the test. Now will be a good time to use your energy to work on that creative project you've been thinking about. Your day is a ten. Cancer, focus on what you need to do at that moment. This is not a good time to get into anything risky. Your day is an eight. Leo, the world isn't going to end just because you can't get your tasks done. Take your time and your efforts will pay off. Your day is a seven. Virgo, so many opportunities are coming your way. Learn from these new experiences. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Your day is a nine. Libra, acting in your own best interest could have a lasting impact. Sometimes those who fly solo have the strongest wings. Your day is a ten. Scorpio, stand your ground. Somebody you encounter will try to convince you to do a new project. Don't be fooled. Your day's a seven. And Sagittarius, it's okay to get sidetracked. For now, focus on the little things and then work your way up to reach your main goal. Your day is a nine, and those are your Wednesday morning horoscopes. All right, let's get into your headlines. Bethany, what's going on right now? As Froggy mentioned, Puerto Rico is bracing for Hurricane Maria. Maria has dropped to a Category 4 storm, but remains potentially devastating. It's expected to hit this morning. The death toll from central Mexico's deadly earthquake is now at least 217. As of last night, yeah, at least 30 children were still missing after an elementary school collapsed. This 7.1 magnitude quake came just a little over a week after another major earthquake. The planet Earth is sending us a message. 
I don't know what it is. Yep. But those poor people. Good yeah. gosh. Have you ever been to Mexico City? No. no. What a beautiful, wonderful place. And let me tell you, great food, great people, artwork everywhere, and beautiful people. I and I just gosh, I hope all is all is gonna be okay for them. President Trump addressed the United Nations yesterday when talking about North Korea. He referred to Kim Jong-un as Rocket Man and said he would, quote, totally destroy North Korea if the North forces the U.S. to defend itself or its allies. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. And we're used to Amazon being the hero in our lives, but Amazon today is apologizing to people who received emails congratulating them on the gifts they received for their baby registries even though they didn't have baby registries. And people who had baby registries had not actually received any new gifts. Amazon said it was a technical glitch. And Surprise, oops. you don't have a baby. You do now. Yeah. Like, what? Uh, those are your headlines. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm afraid to check my Amazon account today. I may have a baby. I have a baby. All right, guys. Uh, okay, guys, are you ready for your Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. Let's have a Wednesday. Come on. Woo. You never know when we might go live on Facebook. We decided to put Greg T in a... Huge suitcase. Yeah, I mean, a suitcase. Follow us now. Facebook.com slash Elvis Duran. I, I, I may have to get out soon. Wait, hold on. A dog is sniffing the suitcase. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I love LaTote. It's a fashion subscription box that sends unlimited brand name clothing and accessories right to your door for one low monthly fee. Go to LaTote.com to get started for as low as $39 a month. Enter promo code Elvis at checkout to get 50% off your first month. Phone tap replay. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. I love these tag team phone taps. Mm-hmm. All right, so I producer Sam is here. Hi. So you're obviously a part of the tag team. I so am. it's you and Nate. Straight Nate. Come he's in here. He's putting out fires. We have to. We have to do uh, your phone tap. Oh, I know. It. Sam's got it. She's got. She's. Well, no, you're a part of it. You <laughs> come on. Take responsibility for your mess. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, producer Sam and Nate, do you want to tell us a little about your phone tap? Sure. So, Amy wanted us to phone tap her husband, Dave. Dave runs his own construction company and recently saw an ad for a dozer for sale. He called up the seller, left a message, and Amy thought it would be great if we called as the seller of said dozer. What's a dozer? Uh, you know, doze a stuff. Bulldozer. Oh, a bulldozer. For construction. Okay. Hey, get some construction equipment talk. All right, here we go. It's the tag team phone tap with producer Sam and straight Nate. Let's see what happens. Here we go. Good morning. This is Dave with... Hi, Dave. This is Becky Lee. I'm calling back. Uh, I think you were interested in my dozer. I believe it was a uh, 450 model. Basically, I'm just looking for someone who could come and pick this up from me pretty immediately. Um, you know how many hours are on the engine? Uh, you know what? Hold on one second. Hey, Bobby. What? How many hours you put on that tractor of yours out back? About 1,200. We take it to church every Sunday. You should know that by now. Why uh, do you want to know that? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So it's about 1,200 hours total there? Yeah. 1,200. Who's on the phone? Um, do you know if there's any other damage? That's the that's fully enclosed cab, right? Oh, yes, yeah, fully any... enclosed. Hold on, though. Let me just make sure everything's all tip-top shape in there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bobby! What? I'm watching TV. Is there any yeah, damage on that crap there? Who are you on the phone with? Don't worry no. about it. Hey. No, no, wait, Who, who's on the phone? No, uh, it's my friend Dave. You don't have no friend, Dave. Dave, oh, what, what are you on the phone for? 
Uh, I'm calling about the ad that you have for selling the John Deere uh, bulldozer there. We ain't selling that. Bobby Lee, it is definitely time to let go of this guy. I've been telling you. Uh, uh, you hush your so mouth, is it man. actually for sale? Or yes, yes, yes darling. No, it's, it's not for sale. Yeah, it is for it sale. It is not for sale. Dave. I'm getting madder than a wet hen right now. This oh, thing is Lord. not for sale. Dave, End of story. Don't you on me. You definitely want this. I promise I'm going to get you this it dozer. It doesn't sound like you're using it for its intended purpose anymore. Are you actually dozing stuff, or are you just kind of... Sounds like you're driving it around town a little bit. What do you know about driving a tractor? What What is your name now again? You get him upset. Sir, my name is Dave. I, I run a construction company. We're branching out into paving. Uh-huh. Maybe it was just your wife. I guess that might have placed this ad, but she, you know, said she's selling the John Deere. You know, my wife is pretty as a peach, but I swear to God, she just does not have a good head on her shoulders. We are not selling. <laughs> Why is he laughing so much? Dave, I'm going to get you this by the end of the week. He always ends up listening to me. This isn't funny. Maybe I need to let you guys kind of settle this and call you know, back I'm going to show you later. how much I use that. Hang on one sec. Don't you dare. <laughs> what the hell? Bobby Lee! You hear that, Dave? Are you, you running the dozer now? We got to keep them miles down. Oh, uh, yeah, you're going to have to figure this out between yourself. Yeah, I can hear it running. It sounds fine. I'm, I mean, I'm taking it where this woman can get her hands on. All right, y'all. I'm going to have to hang up and let y'all figure this out. No, no, Dave, out. don't you leave me. Bobby, get ma'am? off that thing right now. Uh, ma'am, you're going to have to settle this between you two, I think. And then, uh... Get off me! Get off! Oh, dang it! I just hit Amy's fence. Uh... <laughs> Amy, are you there with us? Wait, my Amy? Dave, this is Sam and Nate from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, and your wife just phone tapped you. Nice job, Amy. Bitch, I listen to you, doll. Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I have a two and a half hour drive to work every day, and you guys make it so much better. I love that. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Wow, we are so close. We are so close, I can smell it. The smell of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Ah, yes. And and by the end of it, it smells so cheap and tawdry at the end. It really really does. (laughs) If you do it Anything and everything we do in Vegas turns out to be a stinky mess. But getting there is a lot of fun. I mean, we're going to be... Working really hard backstage and on the stage and at the iHeartRadio, uh, the uh, music, what the village, daytime village. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, village. it's the iHeartRadio Music Festival daytime village. Yes, that's we where added we as many words as we possibly could to that one. Exactly, that's where we really start stinking. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But anyway, there's no way to not be a part of it. You can listen to it live. We have live coverage starting at uh, ten o'clock, ten o'clock East Coast time. Friday and Saturday night. Saturday nights. I'm backstage with Danielle. Yeah. And Bethany is working from home, and we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> and uh, also, you can watch it, right? Froggy, we were talking about this earlier on the CW. Uh, if you have your CW app, you can watch the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Yeah, if you've got like an Apple TV device, you can download the CW app on your new Apple TV device. You can download it on your phone. You can go to uh, CWTV.com and watch the entire festival both nights, Friday and Saturday. So excited. So I'm flying into Vegas tomorrow to get there early because I want to get all my gambling done because I won't be able to gamble while we're working. Yeah. So you'll find me right at there, right there at the Aria, at the casino. I'll be at the Wheel of Fortune machine. Oh, that's the Wheel of Misfortune. Yeah. 
And we were all, a lot of us are flying in tomorrow. So I was so excited thinking, wow, you know what? I have the day. I'm going to go see Jennifer Lopez perform. I haven't seen her. You know how much I've been dying. Jennifer Lopez performs Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Aww. Not on Thursdays when I can go see her. Yeah, you're screwed. Thank you, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Maybe she'll do a show just for you. <laughs> that would be lovely. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's no way, like I said, there's no way not to be a part of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Go to iHeartRadio.com and you'll see a rainbow of ways just to see what's going on. Uh, what was that, Straight Nate? Uh, Our friend Dennis sent me the latest Las Vegas slot machine. Ooh, it's, it's, I love it, the new I just slots. What texted is it? it to you. It's the Betty White's video slots. <laughs> oh, it's actually be. Betty White on this slot machine. And she's like reading a book. And no, the grand no, prize no. is $1,800. I can't Ooh. play with Betty White's slot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Betty White's fairy tales. I can't wait you know, to put a quarter in there. You know how these... these uh, machines work these these uh, uh these slot machines yeah it's really all the same slot machine they just put different people on it different things different tv shows yeah. no i want to know that betty white was actually involved in in uh, manufacturing designing <laughs> no. creating this slot machine i got bad news for you bethany i don't think she was uh. <laughs> anyway so this weekend is our holy grail of music it's of course the iheart radio music festival can't wait it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun uh, Danielle's report's coming up. What do you have coming up, Danielle? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, Ryan Phillippe. We have a little bit of an update on what went down yesterday with those uh, assault accusations. Okay, yeah. there is that. Uh, okay, so here we go. Another day. You're either getting ready for school or work. Some people don't go to work outside their house. They work right there at home. Yeah. And more and more people are doing this. A lot of a lot of companies are loving having part of their workforce not based at corporate, but based in their own homes and for many reasons. Of, there's a lot of pluses. I mean, it, it in theory cuts down on traffic. Right. Um, a lot of people love the idea in theory of not having to go into an office and face those annoying coworkers. Yeah. They just get to sort of like wake up, yawn, and walk into the living room or the you know the, the, their desk. Um, it just seems like sort of the best thing ever. So, but then some people have said that after a while that gets tiring and you want to be like my sister just did that. She was like basically watching kids from home and like relaxing at home. And then she finally said, I, you know what? I need to be around people. Yeah. So she yeah. went back to a different job. I, even if I had to work in the house, I would have to take a shower. Some days I would shave. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to get dressed. I mean, who, who is there to get dressed for? If you just work in your living room. Right. That's what my ex said. He works from home, and he's the kind of guy who likes to wear a suit every day. He just really likes to look nice and clean every day. He It drove him crazy. He needed to go into an office. He felt like he was missing out on the world, and he didn't have anyone to dress up for. Wow. You know, we, we could do this show in our own homes. We could all have our own little studio, all get together on the Skype and look at each other in the screens like we're doing now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wish this technology was available when I had kids because then I wouldn't have had to take off five weeks, six weeks after I had kids. I could have just, you know, I was awake anyway, so what would have been the difference, you know? (laughs) Right. What's up, Scary? I know. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I need a sense of purpose in the day. I feel like I need to wake up to an alarm, go into the shower, get dressed, leave the house because I know me. I know me too well that I'll take breaks every five minutes. I'll right. be staring. I'll be trying to put up a Snapchat. You'll get nothing done. Nothing done. Zero. Well, look at this text just came through. I work from home as much as possible and I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, I want to hear from people who work from home 
or who have, who couldn't stand it. But I also want to hear from, and by the way, you can change your voice and your name. I want to hear from people who work from home and basically do so little, the company would fire them if they found out how (laughs) unproductive they are. But see, that's a huge part of the, like, if you go into work, so much time is wasted by, like, people coming up and asking you questions, people coming up and wanting to talk to you. I bet that if you were allowed to just work and you focused, you could get all of your work done in a couple of hours. That's why I agree. Of, isn't that why a lot of people come in early before like everyone gets in because mm-hmm. they get so much more done? Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking about all the work I could get done here on this show, but you guys keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just need some quiet. I need to like work on the show for a while. Every once every once in a while I'll come in here at like See, three. you're doing it now. Shut up. What? You, every you, once in a while I'll come in here at like three. In the morning and get everything done yeah. because no one's using yeah. any of the studios. Nobody's yep. here to chat. It's so it's just nice. Someone just sent a text saying her husband works from home. He's officially on duty when he puts his shoes on. Ooh. So I guess when he takes his shoes off, you know, he's taking a break. I don't yeah. know. I tell you what, we'll get into that. Call us one 800 Text at fifty five one hundred if you wish. Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle. Yes. All right. What is going on? So uh, if you didn't hear everything that went down yesterday with um, Ryan Phillippe, his lawyer released a statement denying allegations that he assaulted his ex-girlfriend. So that's where we are right now. And obviously I will keep you posted on that. The creator of Fuller House says, uh, yeah, I have totally given up trying Trying to get the Olsen twins back on the show. They keep telling me no. And so at this point, I'm just going to take that as a no and we're just going to move on. Not going to happen. Need it. They really don't. And the two little boys that are on there as the twins, they just got major pay raises because everybody's talking about the two little boys that are on the show right now. Uh, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, uh, Bethany, but your Amelia Clark, the real Khaleesi, yeah. she is now bleach blonde in real life. <gasps> oh. She has taken her Khaleesi role and brought it into real life. She looks obviously beautiful. Yeah. So she is now a uh, white, white blonde. Serena Williams posted an open letter to her mom on Reddit thanking her for being such a good role model. She also said she didn't know how she restrained herself when the haters would call her a man or make fun of how strong she was growing up. But this letter she wrote to her mom is absolutely beautiful. So check it out when you get a chance. Avril Lavigne is the celebrity who is most likely to give you a computer virus when you search her online. Now, I really? heard that. What yeah. does that mean? If I search Avril Lavigne... My computer's going to blow up? Right. A lot of times, if you click on something that's Avril Lavigne related, it might not be safe for your computer. So That's huh. a surprising person. Yeah, it is. A, I thought so, too, because I wouldn't think she is one of the celebrities that we search so much. Right. I think it would be somebody that we really would search a lot. Usually it's like, you know, Jennifer Lawrence yeah, or so Miley kinda, Cyrus. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how he's going to live on this, but LeBron James' salary, it's $33.3 million, but after taxes, it's just $16.7 million. Oh, see. Oh, I, just, I just Some people uh, don't live on that how in a is he year. Gonna, how's he going to do it? Should we organize a fun run? I think we should. I'm going to set up a GoFundMe. Yeah, I was just going to say a GoFundMe page. <laughs> James Corden, tonight, Sarah Paulson from American Horror Story. We love her, so she will be with him. We want you to know all about that. It is the finale finale of America's Got Talent. We find out who gets the million dollars tonight. Night. You've got the uh, finale of Big Brother, Wahlburgers, the finale there. Uh, next hour, Scary Brody. Yeah. Wait till you hear what Weird Al is about to do. Ooh. Uh, who cares? Yeah, what? <laughs> care. A lot of people I'm, care. Weird uh, okay. Al actually has been doing some things for kids lately. Like my kids even know who he is. Okay, great. Yeah. Weird Al. Keep listening. Uh, all right. So Allie's online, whatever, 22. Now, Allie says she works from home part time. Can you push the alley button, Scary? It's pushed. 
Uh, she works from home part-time, and she's 20 times more productive working at home than at the office. Oh, wow. Is this true? Yeah. Oh, my God. First of all, I can't believe I'm on the air. I listen to you guys every well, wait a minute. day. You see, if you were at the office, you wouldn't have time to fool around on a radio show. You would actually be working. But now you can just call and be on the air. And See, <laughs> this is a waste of time. I'm calling your boss. <laughs> you should. But, no, I'm really so much more productive because I don't have an hour and a half commute when I'm working from home. So oh, yeah. I'm so there's that. Tired. It's nice not to spend three hours of my day in the car. I'm more relaxed, um, and it just—I do so much more work. I feel like when I'm at home than when I'm in the office. Well, what is it in the office that keeps you from being productive? I think it's just kind of internal distractions. I mean, you want to talk to your coworkers or people ask questions. I feel like if you're at home, you kind of have to help yourself and answer your own questions, so you're more self-sufficient. Hmm. Well, so, you know, for people who are working in the office place, maybe these are things we need to learn about being more productive at work. Yeah. Well, these 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 things that are getting in your way, that you're fumbling over them, it's slowing you down. So from now on, no one in the office is talking to anyone else. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be a lot of fun, I wouldn't would, it? I wonder if we could do that for like an hour and just see how it goes, if we just don't communicate at all for an hour. So well, not on this show. Quiet. It wouldn't work. Why not? Well. Off the, I mean, not when the mics are on. When the mics are off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When the mics are on, that'd be kind of boring. <laughs> we could have the most productive day ever. Uh, all right. Well, Allie, thank you very much. So, Allie, you're all thumbs up. You love working at home. I do, yeah. When I get to do it, I love doing it. All right. Well, great. Thank you for listening to us. Listen to Kara. Oh. She's our next okay. caller. Kara has a whole opposite way of looking at working at home. Guess what happened? Hey, Kara, how are you? Hi. I'm great, guys. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. well. So, when did you work at home and for how long? Um, it was a couple months ago, and I lasted all of two weeks. Oh, really? Now, how come? Well, I started out being incredibly productive. I was feeling really energized. I would go to the gym in the morning. I had all this extra time. Um, and then I got a little lazier, a little lazier, and I realized, oh, I can kind of have the TV on in the background while I'm doing work. And then my love of Grey's Anatomy kind of got <laughs> yep. in the way. <laughs> this would be me. You are telling the story of what would happen to me if I worked yeah. more. Yeah, and then less and less work was getting done. Um, I thought I was still being pretty productive, but they put, like, a tracker in my computer <laughs> that showed, like, how long I was actually logged on. So even though I was getting some work done, they saw they were paying me for like eight hours of work and i was really doing like two hours of work and wow. the other six hours i was watching Grey's anatomy oh, so my they can actually yeah. track your productivity apparently i had no idea i thought i was just living the life <laughs> yeah it didn't last very long well gosh you know so did you miss actually working with other people i mean or, I, or were you really getting into like having your Grey's anatomy access all all, all morning long into it i worked uh, and i still work a second job where i go out and i'm around people and kids all day so it was nice to kind of have that break in the morning mm. um but i'm working a, a different job now i'm in like a totally different field and i wouldn't have it any other way so it all worked right. out there you go. all right kara thank you very much so for kara not a great thing no, didn't work no. out you know scotty b's wife worked from home a lot and i don't know if she liked it very much did amy like that scotty i think I she know. did i think so, her she loved it well, you know, he's Scary coming. was he's talking coming. of, you know, a lot of office spaces are doing this open concept where everyone kind of sits on couches and works together and they yeah. have, you know, large, large tables to work at with each other. Scary was, didn't you notice in, in that story we were talking about that 
people yep. aren't getting anything done because they feel like they're at a bar with their friends. Right. Absolutely. A lot less gets done because you're sitting there in that open format and everybody's like talking and hanging out and everybody sees each other uh, and then there's glass windows like, oh, what's going on in that room? And then people are playing, you know, you know football in the office. And if you're it like someone, yeah. And, yeah, and if you're like someone like me who needs a lot of quiet in order to be able to focus, you're not going to get any work done on right. an open floor plan. Nope. So, Scotty B, Amy worked at home for years, right? Yes, and she was so productive that she didn't even talk to any of us. She got so much work done that that we couldn't even talk to her. So it was like she wasn't even there, which is good, I guess, because she's very productive that way. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. If I, if I, if I, let's say I had a studio in my house, I would roll out of bed. I wouldn't even brush my teeth. <laughs> I would roll out of bed. I would have a little cup of coffee with me. I would go to my studio, and we would do a show, and I would just sit there stinking. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't think I can be productive without like taking a shower, scrubbing my face, and waking up. Don't you need to like wake it up? Yeah, I feel like a good judge of how you would do working from home is what you do on the weekends. <laughs> exactly. Like on the weekend, I <laughs> still get my day going until about noon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. I wake up. I still shower on the weekends. I still like put makeup on on the yeah. weekends. So I feel like I might be okay working from home. I would just, I would just need people around me every once in a while. But I, would... I find myself a lot of days on the weekends going. Where did the day go? Yes. Yeah. I would roll out of bed and I would say, guys, sorry I'm late for the show. I had to roll out of bed. But also the thing is when you work from home, I think you also tend to work on the weekends as well. Because if you have to go to an office and work, you're not going to go there on the weekend. But my wife was always working on the weekends because that's where her job was. Oh, wow. that's a good point. I never yeah. thought of that. See, we don't work from home. We don't know these things. Yeah. But for instance, you know, the, the uh, coffee shop in my building, my apartment building, it's always full. Everyone's online and you can tell they're working. Oh, yeah. Or if you live in an apartment complex that has a swimming pool. God, how great to sit by the pool in your in your bathing suit and work on your laptop with your Wi-Fi. I think I it's, don't know. I think I would like that. I think it sounds so great, but I never thought about the thing Scotty just said. You're never not at your workplace, right? Huh? I think that would one mess more, with my head. One more call from Terry. Uh, Terry, do you work from home? Yes, I do. Yeah, the best part of working from home is what. Uh, the best part is not having to put a bra on. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a bra. God bless America. <laughs> Let them swing free, it. baby. <laughs> there you go. And someone else just sent a text in. They said you can just fart anytime you want. Just let it rip. No, but then somebody will come over. Someone will visit or somebody right. walks in. <laughs> it could be, be the most foul, awful thing. You're like, who knows? Who cares? I'm your so boss productive. Will show up at your house if you fart. I'm productive at many <laughs> things awesome. today. All right, well, thank you uh, for listening to us, Terry. Have a great day, yes, you're okay? you're welcome. Yes, All right. love you guys. All right, so around the room, let's take a vote. Do you want to work from home or not? Danielle? I, I could do it for a while, yeah. All right, Nate? Nope, couldn't do no, it. No, no. What about you, Frog? Nope, can't do it. Yeah, Bethany? No. Yeah, Scary? Vote no, no. All right. All right, so when well, are you putting the microphones in in my house? I'm putting a microphone in my bed. Could you do it? Elvis, do you think you could do it? Well, I'm doing it right now, sort of. <laughs> well, no, no. Look, I'm in a studio that's not in my house. I actually have chosen to do this this way because I need to I need to drive to wake up. I need to have coffee. I, need, I don't think I could do it from home, but I'll try. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that, okay? Okay, okay. All right. Uh, so everyone loved our phone tap yesterday, uh, the tag team phone tap with Straight Nate and uh, producer Sam. Their characters, Bobby Lee and Becky Lee Lee. Yeah. So much fun. We played you the replay a little earlier, but we're getting votes. They want you two to go do another phone tap. Oh, Can we God. get you back into no. the studio? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. They loved it. We have a new phone tap, uh, actually a Way Back Wednesday phone tap coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Who does it today, Scary? I do. Scary. Scary. All right, Scary's phone tap on way the way. Back. Hang on. 
never know when we might go live on Facebook. Now we're on Facebook Live at Elvis Duran Show. Search the words Elvis Duran Show and follow us now. We're going to put this up on Facebook Live. This is Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. With identity theft, what you can't see can hurt you. But LifeLock can actually see threats to your identity and stuff you miss just by monitoring your credit. If something happens, U.S.-based specialists can work to fix it. Go to LifeLock.com. Use promo code Elvis to save 10% right now. That's LifeLock.com. You're the best thing out there on Terrestrial Radio, honestly. I listen to you every morning. I think you all are great. My favorite morning show ever. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Uh, thank you. Hey, um, as we speak, I do believe uh, the hurricane has officially crawled upon the the land in Puerto Rico, right? What's the latest uh, down there, Frog? It doesn't look good. No, it came on shore about 6.15 this morning uh, with winds of uh, 155 miles per hour. Uh, it's going to be a, a r- rough ride for the next couple hours. It's moving northwest at 10 miles per hour. So, I mean, do the math. It's going to take probably five or six hours for this thing to cross over the yeah. land. So it's really going to yeah. be a rough ride for a little while. You know, uh, looking at it from uh, our point of, view, point of view, you know, when we come in every day to talk about what's going on in the world, you know, at Bethany especially, you you are sitting in a seat where you are seeing this global global disturbance going on. I mean, every day yeah. there's something to report that's happening f- because of Mother Nature, because of the planet. It's crazy. I mean, we've had, well, Mexico had an earthquake a little over a week ago. Of course, the wildfires out west, we have all of the hurricanes that have been happening. Um, it's just, it's been, it feels like every day we get a news alert that says something else is happening um, that, you know, that it's just devastating people's lives. And I don't feel like we've had this active of a hurricane season in a really long time. Well, yeah, that, absolutely. And it's and we have more to go. I mean, there, there's there's always a lot of hurricane activity. It just has rarely come ashore this much. Well, not in in recent times yeah. anyway. But that earthquake uh, over a week ago in, in uh, Mexico, then the one yesterday in Mexico City. Yep. I mean, it's just there's a lot going on. And it's not being caused by people. It's totally out of our control. It's the stuff that, well, it's out of our control. I think that's the scariest part of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. You, you can't aim a gun at it and shoot at it. Nope. Right. You can't, you know. And I know that people have tried that. It doesn't work, actually. No, it does not you, work. You can't shoot at a hurricane, unfortunately. No, it won't work. No. Obviously, you've all tried. I mean, but. you got to try something, right? Some people here in Florida tried that, I think. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Remember we were, we, we were reporting on that on WIOD, the night of the storm? Irma? Yes. People were actually shooting at the hurricane. Well, and yeah. The sheriff's department had to put a warning. Please, please stop shooting at the hurricane. It's not going to work. You feel like you have no power. You got to try anything you can think of. I guess so. I wrote a strongly worded letter to the hurricane, but that didn't work either. Didn't work. All right. Um, gosh, look at the huge, huge endorsement deals some of our favorite celebrities are getting right now. Right, Danielle? Yeah, Selena Gomez has Coach. Now she's Puma. But I, you know what? I, a lot of people like Selena Gomez because she's so honest. Even her Instagram followers, she has so many more Instagram followers than a lot of people. And one of the reasons is people feel like she's honest and you can trust her and she's the real deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and she's getting $30 million for it, too. <laughs> there is that. Can, can you, you imagine? imagine? 
Here's $30 million so you can be the face of Puma, which is a cool brand anyway. But you know what I was thinking? I wasn't even thinking of the money. All I thought was, oh my gosh, she gets every single sneaker she could possibly want from them. Like if, yep. if Oh, really? That's what you think course, about? Of course, of course. And even Coach. Like, Coach has a new face now. Like, a lot of their stuff is a lot, is a lot more trendy than it yeah. used to be. I'm like, she gets all probably every coach bag she could possibly want. That's what I think of. Danielle, with $30 million, you could buy any brand. You could buy anything. But she gets it for free. Yeah, <laughs> and they send them one of every single thing they make. Oh, Everything. Can you imagine sick. being her friend? Because she's not going to use all right. those purses. You would totally get some. I'm her friend. Hello. I can hear her now. God, it's so irritating. They sent me another pair of Puma. Can you imagine, Danielle, I would never let you negotiate that relationship because you would go in and be like, I get all the shoes, right? And they would say, yes, and that is it. Yeah. And I would have to say, no, pay her. Yeah. You will also pay her. I would just forget the money. I'm like, just give me the shoes. Wait a minute. Like Ryan Seacrest, for instance. Yeah. Doesn't he still have his Ryan Seacrest line of clothing at, um, well, in different department stores? Macy's. Macy's. Mm -hmm. Well, does he have like crates of it in the back room? I'm sure. Yeah. Does he wear his own stuff? I don't know. He does on the carpet sometimes. Yeah. I have a friend who is a musician and uh, a successful one. And when I went over to his place once, he had a box of his own swag, like his own (laughs) T-shirts and his own like novelty hats. And he's like, do you want any of this stuff? I just have crates of it. Oh, I can't even get an Elvis Duran morning show shirt. (laughs) The other day I saw someone walking around with an Elvis Duran morning show. Was it a a hoodie? I think. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Well, we have them. I didn't get one. My name is on it. Hey, I could get you Ryan Seacrest men's wool slim fit dress pants for $36.10. Oh! (laughs) Really? So glad we know you. (laughs) So wait. I think, is it true, Scary, you wear Ryan Seacrest suits? Absolutely. I, I, you know what? You I didn't think it was like an option. I was, in, I was in Macy's, and I, and I said, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear Ryan Seacrest suit. Well, look, if it looks good, you gotta wear it. Yeah. Did you get a discount? Did you get a discount on it? No, it was not no, on sale. Yeah, no, of course not. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, you should have, you, you should have reached out to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Nate, remember that that uh, jingle ball backstage? Ryan came up to me and said, "Hey, you look great. You've lost all that weight. I'm gonna give you all my old suits." <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. And I looked at and, him and said, I, "I said I don't want your stupid suits." But I will say, Elvis, it would only be worn once because in all the time I worked for him, I never ever saw him wear the same thing twice. Ever. Really? really? Ever. I, I don't, I don't want to. It just feels weird. I don't, I don't want your old suits. What am I, some sort of charity? I mean, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. uh, it was very generous of him, actually. He could have Great given suits. them to anyone or he could have you know, donated them or whatever. But like, That's like wanna... your best friend coming to you. Hey, I lost all this weight. Do you want my old stuff? I'm like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, I know that you know. Now that I lost all my weight, Uncle Johnny wears my my larger clothes yeah. that I didn't wear anymore. He actually he still had the price tag in a couple of things, and I'm like, Johnny, you got to take those hey, off. Wait, Johnny's back in New York City. He's back from Fire Island. He is. Oh, let's call him. Call him. Call Come him. on, Nate. Nate, stop rolling your eyes. I can see you on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing about Skyping with each other. We we actually watch each other more closely now than we do when we're in the room with each other. I know. I'm trying to remember to be on <laughs> all the busted. time. <laughs> he got busted. By the yeah, way, why, Nate, why, what, go ahead, calling, why did we have to wait till Uncle Johnny was back to call him? We could have well, called we him. Well, we got to welcome back. Welcome him back. We need to schedule him on the show, Daniel. Oh. Don't you need your bartender back? I, I actually do need that. Yeah. Nate loves it when we have Uncle Johnny. <laughs> he adores <laughs> Uncle Johnny. We all adore Uncle Johnny. Is he answering? I, he's not answering. Hang on. No, I know he's going to answer. Maybe he was at the Nate. Monster all last night. 
Nate's doing the fake call. He, there's no, there's no line. <laughs> it's yeah. time and temperature. <laughs> did you push the fake call button? <laughs> I'm actually, he's not answering. I, 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 I did. Okay, I did the, the first time I died. Oh, hey, hang on, hang on. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's I knew he would answer. Uncle Johnny would never turn down an opportunity to be on the show. Are you kidding me? Uh, Uncle Johnny. Hello, well, welcome lady. back to New York City. Thank you. <laughs> I had some right in. I left. It was like a big storm out there. The wind was blowing. They stopped the boats after I left. I finally got off, and then we came into the city, and the sun was shining. <laughs> well, yeah, the sun was shining waiting for you, Uncle Johnny. Huh. Now, did you remember uh, to bring all of your hair pieces and your false teeth? Yes, I got them all. Good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> well, look, separate, uh, Uncle Johnny, how many separate hair pieces do you have? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, what? Yeah, I just counted because I I had put four away and I got two out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do they all look the same or they're different? No, they're different. Well, what happens after six months, they oxidize, and oh, they yeah. get a little lighter, and they get, like, blondish. This oh. is just way, way too much information. But, Uncle Johnny, <laughs> we welcome you back from Fire Island. We're ready for a cocktail. When are you going to come in? we got to schedule you uh, maybe next week. Next Friday, I was thinking I was going to call you. Yeah, uh, yeah Nate, right? can you get ready? You yeah. get Uncle Johnny's uh, place ready over no, there. No problem, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> well, welcome back, Uncle Johnny. Thank you. Now, uh, you guys are having a wonderful time out there in Las Vegas this weekend. It's going to be fabulous. I know, Uncle Johnny. We can't I'm wait. I'm going to watch it, it on the show. Okay, you watch it. All right, Uncle Johnny, get your cocktail ready for next uh, Friday. We'll see you live in the studio. Right, and bring some it. of those Uncle Johnny jokes with you. Yes, I'll bring everything. Oh, good. <laughs> Nate, Nate is so excited to see you. All right, well, thank you, Uncle Johnny. We love you. I love you guys. I'll see you in a few days. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Later, Johnny. Bye. There you go. Uncle Aww. Johnny is back, and he's ready to go. He's ready to roll. Brody, aren't you looking forward to Uncle Johnny's jokes? Brody's more excited. Brody's more so excited. excited. <laughs> I got a you better start clock. writing them now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we've got to get into the headlines with Bethany. We've got a uh, Way Back Wednesday phone tap starring Scary. Who I believe was wearing his Ryan Seacrest suit when he made this this phone tap call. <laughs> uh, all right, Bethany, what's going on? Okay, so as Froggy said, Hurricane Maria has made landfall in Puerto Rico with 155 mile per hour winds. This is the strongest storm to hit the island directly since 1932. And as Froggy said, it's going to be several hours that the storm is over Puerto Rico. The death toll from central Mexico's deadly earthquake is now at least 217. An elementary school collapsed. At least 30 children were still missing as of last night. The 7.1 magnitude quake came just a little over a week after another major earthquake. People are still going through the rubble and searching for survivors. President Trump uh, addressed the United Nations yesterday. Among many topics, he talked about North Korea, referring to Kim Jong-un as, quote, rocket man. And he said he would, quote, totally destroy North Korea if, if the North forces the U.S. to defend itself or its allies. Hey, guys, what do you think about that? <sighs> uh, I don't think it's a great idea to be provoking somebody who I think is very easily provoked. I said that well, yesterday. I said, why would he say that? I know, like, but that guy's been provoking us for years. I know, I know but, but at this point, he's proven to be just a lot of words, but now as the, his nuclear program seems to be gaining strength, I think that we should be very careful. I think, I, I always know. thought there was a lot of things that we weren't told for our own good, and things weren't said. You know what I mean? Like, I really just think that North Korea is a hornet's nest, and um, it's best to not 
to not, you know, mm-hmm. rough it up. I think yep. that the best thing to do is to be calm with it and uh, and try to deal with it as much as possible with diplomacy. I know that that's tough, and we have to go they've, through. They've tried. You know, I know. We, so we far, have we one more have person left. Let's send Uncle Johnny over there. <laughs> oh gosh, Him Uncle Johnny's going days. to North Korea. Who's who's for it? <laughs> well, <that's... laughs> All right. And have you guys seen the Anyone? dad? Have you guys seen the dad bod fanny pack? Oh. This thing is awesome. So go to uh, follow Elvis Duran Show on Instagram and, and check out our story. We will link you over. It's a fanny pack that looks like a naked, hairy beer belly. It's perfect for sneaking beer in. It's disgusting and amazing. Um, so, again, Elvis Duran Show on Instagram. Just look at our story. We have it for you. It is kind of gross. It's pretty good, amazing. Anyway. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bethany. You're it welcome. is a Way Back Wednesday phone tap with Scary. Coming up right after this. Elvis. 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 hi Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Tonight, MTV is taking a cast of 22 gorgeous but unlucky singles on a mission to find true love. It's the ultimate match game where pillow talk is cheap, but love is worth $1 million. Don't miss an all-new season of Are You the One? Tonight at 10, 9 central, only on MTV. Way back Wednesday. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. The letter, Dear Elvis, my dad hates telephone telemarketers. Oh, you know what that means. Yep. It's another job for Michael Oppenheimer. <laughs> this email comes to us from Alex. All right, Alex, Scary Jones as Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, our resident annoying telemarketer, will be calling your dad to sell him something. Who knows or who cares what it is? It doesn't matter. By the way, this is the first Michael Oppenheimer phone tap where the victim stays on the phone the whole time and doesn't hang up one time. Wow. Let's listen into today's phone tap. Here we go. Paul, how can I help you? Uh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with 90Set.com. How are you doing today, sir? With who? I have the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight here for sale. <laughs> for just $9.95, you can beam light where you need it. How does that sound to you? It sounds like, why are you calling me on my cell phone trying to sell me stuff? Because uh, your name was on a list of people to be called today that you might be interested in this product. I'm not interested in anybody calling me on my cell phone trying to sell me something. So could you do me a favor and get me off your list? It's got a high-intensity Krypton bulb. I got flashlights that you can get a suntan with. Perfect for autos, reading, home. I, I don't drive. I walk everywhere I go. Maybe while you're fixing the toilet under the sink. Uh, I have somebody that comes in to do that kind of stuff. The Mr. Flex flexible flashlight beams light into any orifice. Maybe you could shine that light up your ass if it beams light into any orifice. It has a gooseneck handle, making it able to bend and reach deep into dark nooks and crannies. So it sounds suitable to do deep knee squats on. You should try it sometime. Sir, Mr. Flex flashlight features a flat two and a half inch magnetic base for hands-free use. Are you serious? Uh, yes, sir. And if you act now, you get the second one free. You mean I can get two of something I don't want? How many would you like to purchase today, sir? 3,600 of them. I just want to buy one for everyone that lives in my town. So I think if we just gave a whole bunch of these flashlights out, maybe they might elect me mayor. And, well, maybe then I could everybody's wife. Well, how would you like to pay for these, sir? I'll trade my wife for them because I won't need her anymore because I'm everybody else's wife. We only accept credit card, obviously, or COD, cash on delivery, sir. Ah, uh, how about you just 
just take my wife instead. How about this? Let's get your information, and uh, we'll get your order processed immediately. How does that sound? You know, I would almost say that I would hire you as a sales guy for my company. You have a company, sir? You're amazing. You're doing the wrong thing. You need to go out and sell something that pays you better commissions or something. Why is that, sir? Because you're, I can't believe how focused you are. It's, it's unbelievable. I can hardly stay focused on this end of the conversation. It's also great for emergency lighting and camping outdoors. Do you camp, sir? Uh, no, but I get a big refrigerator box or something, and me and my kids go camping, and we hang out in it. Well, uh... Yeah. It kind of causes a problem when, when we actually make a campfire inside. My wife gets pretty upset. And that's the reason why I want to trade her for 3,600 of your flashlights so I can give them out to everyone in my neighborhood and play with their wives. See, like, as focused as you are on the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight, that's how focused I am on some of the hot moms in town. Okay. Because there are some real hotties. I got to, dude, you really, you need to come to my town and take a look at some of the moms around there. You ever hear the phrase MILF? Okay. Uh, but I'm here to sell you the Mr. Flex Flexible Flashlight. I don't want to buy the Mr. Flex Flexible Flashlight. Yo, can you do me a favor? What's that? Can you send me your resume? Why is that? Because, to be honest with you, you have been the most focused telemarketing guy I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe how you haven't hung up on me yet. You're still sticking with it. Every time you say something, you, you lead back to the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight. You've said it so many times, even I know what it's called at this point. And I'm telling you, I will give you a job. You'll make $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year? Sir, I get commissioned on the sale of each one. If you buy 3,600, um, maybe I should stay at this job. I'm not going to buy 3,600. How's that? I'm not going to buy any. But if you send me your resume, I will give you a job. And you will make $100,000 a year. Really? Some of the salespeople I've had that work for me are humongous idiots, and they make $80,000 a year. Wow. Well, I must say, you've been quite the customer here. Uh, you're offering... i got to tell you something. I've really enjoyed chatting with you, too, if you really want to know the truth. And uh, we've enjoyed uh, phone tapping you. Oh, awesome. This is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You got phone tapped. Nice. By your 13-year-old son, Alex. Yo, that was great. I can't believe that. That's too funny. <laughs> the Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Can I just tell you guys, I'm, like, about to cry because I'm so excited to be talking to oh, you. Oh, really? I'm shaking right now. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So as you know, maybe you are allergic to shellfish or strawberries or, you know, certain... Uh, fruit seeds, whatever. I know our own Greg T is allergic to apple seeds, right, oh. Greg? Yeah, it's really bad for me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm allergic He's to allergic. apples and to sesame seeds and then to a plethora of other things. I should be in a, put in a bubble is what I should okay. be. Okay, well, no, you're okay because, you know, <laughs> you're living a life with your EpiPen at your side at all times. Yeah. You should always have your EpiPen with you, especially if you travel. Uh, but here's the thing. If... God forbid someone has, is experiencing an allergic reaction to something and they are at a point where they can't breathe and they cannot administer their own EpiPen dose, then one of us has to 
administer it to uh, Greg T. Right. If he, if he goes into a, a bad place. And Danielle and I have both talked to him about that and like, yeah. where do you keep it? What do we do in right. case, right. you know, you eat an apple? Well, because you know what happened last time. He had an allergic reaction and he was with Scary. <laughs> yeah, scary just left him on the side of the road I and yeah. drove away. I, I thought he was, you know, the little boy who cried wolf. I had no idea he was having an, an attack. Scary well, thought I should you, sit he, in a car. He with clearly said he's allergic and needed to go to the hospital, and you left him there. But that's another yeah. story. The good news for you, Greg T, <laughs> yes. is if you need for one of us to administer the EpiPen uh, dose to you, yes. we'll we'll happily do it because we're all dying to stab you in some form or fashion. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is you know we we don't really know how to. I, I I don't I don't know how. I wouldn't know what to do. I just I've just heard you just jab it into your thigh, but I don't know if it's that simple. Well, I, mean, I saw right? um I saw a documentary about how to do it called Pulp Fiction. And apparently, you just stab it into someone's heart. Okay, good. <laughs> Very good. That's awesome. I think that's a different shot. I think that was adrenaline, right? Or something different. Oh, but it's all anyway. the same, I think. Yeah, I think so. Well, anyway, so Greg T had brought yes. this, this training EpiPen in so we could train on Greg T. Yes. And it's pretty neat because the new EpiPens today, uh, they actually, now this one how they have, it'll talk to you. So, oh, really? uh, so let's say something does happen to me and I, I'm on the ground, right? And I need to go to a hospital. I need my, I need my shot. Okay. So well, you guys, by the way, if we see you on the ground, should we just assume that you are having an allergic reaction to something? or We don't know. Yeah. Right. Well, let's say, okay, you're with me and we're eating food. For instance, like today, there's food here today. So let's just yeah. say there happens to be an apple or pieces of apples in the food and I eat it. All of a sudden, I'm getting a crazy reaction. So I'm, I'm yelling to someone, I need my EpiPen, I need my EpiPen. So somebody in the room would have well, to go to my well, bag and go get it. Here, come over here by Scary. Okay. And lie down on the ground. <laughs> okay. Hold on. And look, Scary. Yeah. Here's some music for the... <laughs> this is perfect music for the allergic reaction bit. <laughs> Okay, what? It, all right. It looks like a, like a little mini Easy Pass thing. Yeah, you, they make them really cool now. Now you can put them right in your pocket. They're not like too bulky. It looks like a tin of mints. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Like a small cigarette case. Yeah. Almost. It looks like Altoids. Yeah. It's all right. So strong. So, uh, so Greg T, lie down on the ground as if you're having an allergic okay. reaction. Okay. By, by the way, I'm I'm not making fun of this at all. This is a okay. very serious thing. Bee stings as well. I mean, there are a million different things you can be allergic to. And you can be really, 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 truly injured or you could die from yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Right? All right. So, uh, Greg T, give us, Gary, the universal sign for I need for you to administer my EpiPen. What okay. I need my pen! I need my Emmy pen! Okay, wow, he's screaming. Okay. All right, so what does he do? Okay, so now, so Scary, get my EpiPen. Help me distorted. save my life. Okay, is, I have is it. Is the allergic reaction making him distorted like that? I don't get it. Okay, okay, I have it right here. You open it up, pull it apart. Pull it apart. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he still does not know. Okay, I pulled it out of it. Contain right, scary. no needle or drug. Okay. Okay, well, that's not going to work. It has no needle or drug. Yes, it's you are ready to one. use. Pull off red safety guard. Okay, pull off the red safety guard. Okay. If not ready I'm to ready. inject, okay. place black end against outer thigh. Okay. You have to save me. Do it now. Do you know which part of him is his thigh? Okay, so point, yeah, point out thigh. his thigh. Push it. Okay, now push. Inject. Place black end against outer thigh. Okay. Point, point before you do it. Point place. out his thigh. Where his his thigh is up is above the knee bone, but below his 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 butt bone. I'm please. I need it. I'm, I'm pointing it right. Am I pointing? No, you have to inject it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we don't know where. He's got to be in the right place. But, okay, where along the thigh? He's got a very big thigh. 
Anywhere. I think anywhere on the top of the He'd thigh. He'd be gone by now. He's dead. He has well, died. We're rehearsing. It's okay. Okay. So Push I it. have it against him. I have it flush against him. Okay, but well, I don't know where on the thigh I'm going to do this. Does now, it matter? Isn't it supposed to like put it up in the air and then stab him really hard? <laughs> Push it. Put it. And. and... Finally. Two, Why is she counting one. down? I think you have to hold it in there. Oh, really? So you have to hold it down oh. until the dose is uh, in him. So now he well, finally has saved my life, Elvis. Gary, you got to put it up by the microphone. We can't hear the lady in the box. Okay. Mm. All right, so did you just save Greg's yeah, life? Yeah, I think I did. It sounded like... reused for training purposes. Replace the red safety guard and gray outer case. Okay. So okay. I think there is more to it, though. I think... Uh, just because you've jabbed him with an EpiPen doesn't mean it's over. He needs to get to a hospital as soon as possible. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, so the no, moment I, that I'm that is now right. administered, uh, someone needs to call 911, and then I need to go to an emergency room uh, immediately. Yeah. Well, we know it's not scary that's going to okay. call Yeah, let's maybe, maybe Danielle and Bethany could be a point yeah. person for me. <laughs> it's Hello. much better. Does he have headphones on? I don't no, know. he doesn't have headphones. So All right, I, I, are you supposed to raise it and slam it, or are you supposed to place it up against the thigh and then inject it? I don't think you're supposed to raise it and slam no, it into no. Him. No, yeah. I think it's hard, more dramatic to raise it like a big knife. <laughs> well, that's what I did. I, I held it high in the sky, and then I went right into his thigh. Yeah. Yeah. Can you watch your sky. levels? You're so distorted. I don't know. Am I the only one who hears that? All right. So, um, so you don't have to raise it high in, in the air. And by the way, so a, a texter just reminded us: you don't have to take your clothes off. It goes right through your clothing. Oh, it That's does? That's correct. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a really powerful needle, uh, and all the medicine that I need will be inside that EpiPen. That shot will get me, you know, to, to a safe um, a safe state, and then you'll call 911, and then the ambulance will come and uh, take me to the hospital, or my allergist will be called, and then the doctor will go over and make sure that I'm okay. Yeah. So is, I, the goal, is the goal to get it, like, into the muscle? Yes, right into the thigh muscle. Exactly. And I think the goal after that, like I said before, is to get him to an emergency room as fast as possible. Yeah. I really do think that's it. Am I right? Ron? You are you're right. right. And I think Nate, you're our cool. resident uh, yes. EMT guy. Anytime you administer something like that, you have to go to the hospital. Immediately. Afterwards. Right. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, to think about now the, how technology works, that anybody can really help somebody in need now. That's the most important thing. I, th- I found this to be so interesting because, in all honesty, if I wasn't uh, a person that needed something like this, I wouldn't know how to use an EpiPen. I have no clue. So now that your EpiPen can actually talk to you, this is really neat. There you go, Bethany. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, needles freak me out. So I think this is a better way to administer. I mean, I would if it was like a regular, like syringe. You know, like you know, what I'm saying hypo hypodermic needle, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't. I couldn't do it. No. Because then you can see that needle going in, like. Easing in, I'm like, I don't know. This thing, you just bam. And the nice thing is that it doesn't, it doesn't look like a needle. It just looks like a box. Yeah. And a lot of times, I don't want to ca- like. I used to have an old one, and it looked like a gigantic magic marker, and I didn't want to carry it with me all the time. Now with okay. this, it looks like the size of my wallet, and it goes right in the back pocket. Yeah, that's okay, good. By the way, people are texting in saying we have it all wrong. What? Why? How? Go to line twenty-one. I don't know. I don't know. That's why we're doing it. You know, and by the way, don't get sassy with me about our EpiPen demonstration. Yeah. This is no time for sass. We're, we're trying to train. This is the training We did pen, what that actually. little woman in the EpiPen told yeah, us to do. She yeah. did. Right, right. The woman in the box said clearly what to do, and we did it exactly. exactly. Let's go to line 21. I think it's John. Uh, John, is that you? Yes. Hey, how's it going? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I thought sassy, we did what John. the lady in the box told us to do, but <laughs> we're getting yelled at now. 
No, no. So uh, growing up, you know, around six years old, my mom, she uh, she became really super allergic to latex. So, like, latex balloons, um, like shoes. She couldn't go into any shoe stores. Wow. Like, all kinds of stuff. Like, her throat would close. And um, there was many times where I had to administer the EpiPen. And, you know, the old-style ones, you really did have to jam pretty hard into the leg before the needle would come out. But the new ones, you just put it right up against their, their leg with their clothes on, and it'll penetrate it and administer all the medicine. Right. Now, I don't, and, think this is, I don't think this is the EpiPen. I think this is a different one, right? What does it say on the thing? Yeah, so this is a brand new one. This is uh, by it's the company. The, the ABIQ, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's brand new. And people, like, everybody's trying to get it now because of the voice uh, directions. This is why it's so neat now to have. Yeah, that's a game changer for sure because before you just jam it in the leg and hope for the best, and you got about 20 minutes to get them to the hospital. Mm. Before yeah, get them into the hospital. Right. All right. Well, thank you very much, John. See the voice of reason. But thank you. Have a nice day. And we were saying that you can actually do it through clothing. Then someone actually said, well, what if I'm a knight? Will it go through armor? No. Okay, really? But I don't think a- so. I bet, you know what? What if Lance, Sir Lancelot <laughs> Listen, is allergic to bees? If you're a knight, you shouldn't be eating apples. You should be focusing on jousting, not eating. <laughs> and eating with your hands. Right. Yeah. Now, well, let's say you're at the round table with King Arthur. Yeah. And you're wearing your armor. Yeah. <laughs> and you eat an apple seed and you're allergic. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Guinevere, would you please administer my epi? That's not happening. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um... Right, only the true king can pull the EpiPen back out. <laughs> Very good. Very nice. Thank you. I came up with that myself. All right. Well, thank you, guys. I'm glad that we all now know what to do. This is very good. I feel safe. Well, you know, well, Dr. Oz is coming in in a little while. We'll ask him. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, good. Maybe he'll shine some light on this or shed some light on this. I just I just want to make sure we're doing the right thing. I think this this new, the AviQ, whatever this thing is, I think this is a little more foolproof than the actual EpiPen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was using the quote-unquote word EpiPen so that our audience would understand exactly what we are doing. But yes, this is not the quote-unquote EpiPen that people might be thinking, oh, you're not, you know, it's not technical enough. Oh, but now, just, well, now an EMT is saying you can't do it through clothing. You know, everyone has a different opinion. This is huh. my, my question. Well, hmm. When do we know if we have it right? Well, my allergist did an experiment with me, and he told me, yes, it's going to go right through your clothes. And I said, yes, I have one. And he said, right, it has to go. You can do it right through your pants. Oh, that's good. All right. So that's what I've been told. All right, Greg T. We'll just stay away from apples. We don't have to think about it. Yeah, I know. Would you really is... trust us? Out of everyone on this show, who would you trust to uh, administer your, your dosage? Um, it would be a tie between Bethany and Danielle. I think Bethany would have fun stabbing me, yeah. but I think that Danielle would take it a little bit more serious. <laughs> Either way, you're alive. Yeah, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't use scary because I don't think he knows what to do at all. He panics. No. Well, he let you die once. <laughs> yeah, he would let me die. Uh, I think that Nate would take it seriously, and I think Froggy would take it seriously. See, now Nate yeah, okay. was an ENT, so I would trust Nate more yeah. than anyone. Oh, yeah. you were? You were an ENT? Yeah, but but T and I have had some bad blood recently, so I might let him lie there for a little bit. Okay. Nate's off Suffer the list. a little bit. Nate is off the list. Wait, can we talk right. about the bad blood? Oh, no. We just get oh. into arguments. We're like, uh, I don't know. What would you call this? Like a married couple or something? No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You know, at work married couple. You're correct. Yeah. Yeah, like like my other at work wife, Dave Brody. He and I are like water and oil. I would not want to give it to him either. He'd probably stab it in my eye. Yep. 
That All right, guys, it, we could go on and on about your work wives, but we, we've, we've really done what we need to do. We, we know we can save your life. I feel confident. Yeah, that's good. And all these people getting sassy. On the text messages. Ah, oh, you're doing it wrong. No, we did oh, what the little God. recorded lady told us to do. <laughs> yes, the little lady in the box told us. Let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle. Yes. Let's do it. What do you have going uh, well, on? Well, Tiger Woods is worth an estimated uh, $740 million, but guess what? Apparently, he doesn't pick up the check when you go out to dinner. He doesn't pay for many dinners at all, and apparently, he is a cheapskate. That's how he stays rich, by not picking up the dinners. Right? Some rich people keep their money. That's it. Uh, Sunday Night Football, the Packers and the Falcons. That was your number one uh, show on television. 20.2 million people checked it out. Then you got America's Got Talent, uh, followed by football again. And the Emmy Awards were actually in the top ten. I know it's still ratings low for them, but still made it to the top ten. So that's awesome for them. Um, the heir of the guy who wrote Santa Claus is Coming to Town says that they were cheated out of $700,000 in royalties. Oh, pay them their their money. Yeah, it's Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Come on. Can't you better not cry. <laughs> Olivia Munn says that her cameo in Ocean's 8 actually cost her money because she had to pay for her own wardrobe, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But remember when I, I used to pay to work here years ago, we would do an event somewhere and my parking would be more than what I made in that day. Oh, honey, we all pay to work here. <laughs> In one way or another. <laughs> so Weird Al Yankovic is going to star in a live, in-concert version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It'll happen alongside John Stamos and Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. It's kind of like a two-day thing. They're only performing it twice at the Hollywood Bowl in L.A., November 3rd and the 4th. If it's a huge success, then they will continue it and do it a little bit more. So uh, they said uh, the show will be presented in Smellorama, so the crowd will be presented with exclusive scratch-and-sniff golden tickets. Tickets, so you can follow along while you're there and smell your way through. There was a movie years ago that was filmed in Odorama, kind of what you, like what you're talking yeah, about, Danielle. Yeah, I remember Danielle. that. It was uh, Divine. In that, remember the drag queen Divine? Yeah, Polyester. Polyester. Oh, and it was yeah. an Odorama. And what would they do? They you would, you would get to a certain scene, and a number would flash on the screen, and you were supposed to scratch and sniff the number on the card that they gave you when you went into the movie theater. Right. And what would happen is they would have Divine running through a field of roses, and the number six would would flash, and you'd scratch number six. And as you were putting your nose down to sniff the roses, she would fart, and it would smell like fart. Oh, gross. So beware with Odorama. Back yeah. to you. All right. Uh, <laughs> SNL will air across the country at the same time. You guys remember they experimented last season with going live in four time zones. It boosted the ratings, and so in 10 days, Ryan Gosling, Jay-Z, will be kind of hosting the new kickoff for them, and it will be live for the West Coast viewers, um, so I'll keep you posted how that's going to all go down when we get closer. The 12th season finale of America's Got Talent, we find out who gets the million dollars tonight. The Wahlburgers are on. You've got some Big Brother. And next hour, we're going to talk about Jennifer Lawrence. She says she's been freaking out on airplanes lately. Ooh, all right. Well, thank you, Danielle. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, by the way, our demonstration with Greg T and the uh, Epi slash whatever type pen that was, that is not to be taken seriously. If you uh, if you carry a, some sort of pen like that or if someone you know needs possibly for you to help them administer that dosage to them, learn how to do it from someone who's qualified. This was not a serious a serious. Uh, <laughs> You know, whatever demonstration on how to do that. Right. Don't, in other words, don't sue us if you get it wrong. Yeah. Go learn on your own. Don't even trust YouTube. Go to a doctor. Right. Next, we'll be oh. teaching CPR. <laughs> well, Nate could teach that. Yeah. He's good at that. 
I, what I just said, by the way, it's the same as if you like buy a a Bic lighter at the store and it says not to be used as a flotation device. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like we don't want to be sued. So yeah. go learn on your own from someone who's qualified to teach you. With that said, we'll be back right after this. Hello, lady. Can I just say I love you guys. You are the best. You all are so amazing. Like I would shave my head like to meet you guys. Elvis Duran in the morning show. New Trident gum is now bursting with more flavor. There's so much flavor in one piece of Trident, it will shock your taste buds. New Trident gum, now bursting with... Hey, how you doing, Elvis? I don't know. This is getting kind of weird. Go ahead. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Everybody up. Come on, let's go. Turn up your radio, iHeartRadio. Now it's on your phone, but it used to be your stereo. Mary is the man named Elvis Duran. He's a sexy little Texan with the mic in his hand. Daniel Monero. It's not fair, She's talking entertainment. She really hates me. Disease. I'm pulling down on my knees. I think I'm falling for that blonde bomb show. Oh, it's a bunch of other people working here, you know. But enough about them. It's time to start the show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. All right, uh, Bethany, would you mind going on and seeing what the latest is with Puerto Rico? Yes. And the hurricane. We just received a text. I want to thank you guys for keeping me occupied today. My grandfather lives in Puerto Rico, and obviously they're being hit with a hurricane. Weren't many flights to get off the island and out of the area. And what was available was no less than $1,100 one way. Oh, my God. I know we have so many uh, of our listeners who are Puerto Rican or they have family and friends who are still living down in Puerto Rico. And they're just wondering, again, you know, here, what, what, two weeks or a week and a half later after the last one, like, what's going on? What do you have? What's the latest? Um, So uh, Hurricane Maria did make landfall, obviously, this morning. They have sustained winds of 155 miles per hour. It's a Category 4. Um. I'm trying to get live updates right now. Basically, right now, I mean, I, I think this is the time where everybody's sort of hunkering down and trying to get right. through it. It's over, it, but it's over right now. And Froggy, you said this morning it's going to be several hours, right? Yeah, it's moving at 10 miles per hour. So if the storm is, you know, say it's 200 miles wide, it's going to take, it'll take quite a long time for it to go over before it totally passes over. Now, the worst part of the storm is not that, not that wide, but they'll probably be feeling the effects of it for another came on shore about two hours ago. They're probably getting into the eye wall now where it came on shore, which is the, the eye wall is about 20 miles wide. So that will last almost two hours. Um, and then they'll have the backside of the storm to deal with as well. I have seen some camera footage um, of some TV crews that are there and have tried to hold up. And they said that uh, this the uh, situation and the conditions had deteriorated really bad. Uh, and they were starting to feel the effects of the eye wall. So they're, they're really... Uh, getting it bad there in San Juan, and San Juan is on the northeast side of the storm, which is the dirtiest side of the storm as well. Right. And about, hey, uh, y- sorry, uh, about ten minutes ago, uh, the governor of Puerto Rico said that this is um, extremely violent, and they have not experienced an event of this magnitude in their modern history. All right, so, let's keep an eye on that. Yeah. And uh, let everyone know that just because we kind of carry on like we always do, uh, we're keeping an eye on this as well. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been through a hurricane. I've been through four. Uh, none. Thank God. Before I was, in, I mean, I was before I was in. I wasn't that bad. I, I I was okay, but just to be in a light to moderate hurricane or whatever you want to call, it, like like Froggy and I were sitting through Irma in um, mm-hmm. up in uh, in uh, in uh, Broward County, right? Yep. And it was bad. It was scary. You couldn't go outside. You 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 get hit by something or you would fall over. No. You, but it it was nowhere near as bad as it could have been. Yeah. The feeling that you are just so out of control, it is controlling you. There's nothing you can do about it. And whatever blows down the street, it's going to blow down the street. There's nothing you can do to stop it. 
It's know? just the, the, I'm just, I'm thinking about what they're going through in Puerto Rico right now. It's not good, not pretty I'm, at all. I mean, things were rough here in Broward and, and even in Dade where the flooding was happening in Brickell. But then when you see the images coming out of Cudjo Key and coming coming out of uh, Big Pine Key and Key West, you really see the amazing amount of damage. And that at that point, that was a very uh, a weak Category Four, strong Category Three storm. What they're getting in Puerto Rico right now is just unbelievable. It's a very short. It was two miles per hour as it came on shore, short of being a Category Five. So you're you're talking catastrophic damage, widespread. All right. So let's hope uh, between now and lunchtime, uh, Puerto Rico is going to just stay tight, sit tight, hold on, and uh, let's hope for the best. And that's all we can do at this point. Uh, let's get into other headlines real quick. We have other stuff to get to as well. Have we done the headlines? No, not no, yet. We haven't done the headlines. Uh, we started with the uh, hurricane. Uh, what else do you have going on today? Let's talk about the earthquake um, that hit central Mexico. So that death toll is now at least 217. As of last night, at least 30 children were still missing after an elementary school collapsed. Hospital collapsed as well. Um, millions of people are without power right now. And I'll keep you updated as we get more information from that as the sun comes up this morning, too. President Trump addressed the United Nations yesterday when talking about North Korea. He referred to Kim Jong-un as, quote, a rocket man and said he would, quote, totally destroy North Korea if the North forces the U.S. to defend itself or its allies. We know about that huge Equifax hack that happened in the U.S. now. It turns out that over 100,000 Canadians may also uh, have had their Equifax data exposed. Tonight is the first night of Rosh Hashanah, so Happy New Year. It goes through Friday? Friday, Brody? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. sort of you nodding as though I'm half <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, you don't seem like you're... He's not like committing to that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a week-long thing, but the first two nights are the most important. Oh, you got to get into the microphone. Guys, The first two nights talk, are the most yeah. important. That's when we eat, and uh, yeah, after that, yeah. So okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, by the way, if you go to... Hold on, where's that story? My computer just froze again, which has been happening all morning. So we're just going to huh. end it on this. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. Oh, so you don't have to read that. You know that one by Yeah, I can do that. My computer memory. can freeze and I can get you that. And still, you know, we, we have a lot of listeners who have no power. And they, they have no gas, no food. They have nothing. Oh, yeah. And Naples is so, still bad. Yeah, no. It's, it's God, it's, it's these hurricanes, these earthquakes, all of it. It's just hang on, hang on. Let's do what we can to keep it, things kind of light for people who just need to, like, get away from it for a moment. Uh, let's go around the room. Let's start with the master of ceremonies, Scary. Scary, my master of ceremonies, what's going on today? So if you have an iPhone, iOS 11 is available for download. And and um, <laughs> got to tell you, one of the upgrades that are going to be annoying to you, and this is a public service, please don't do this. There's a, there's a little app icon on the text message, the iMessage screen, which you use every three seconds. Well, all you got to do is press that button, and now... Millions of gifts are right there at your fingertips. I would say let's not burn this and let's no, use it's them, awesome. Let's use them sparingly because you know this is all people are going to do. They're going to talk in gifts now. There's not forget about emojis or anything else. That's where it's going. It's talking in gifts. So I have scary Ariel. is asking everyone to restrain restrain just, yourself just a little bit. Let's use it. Use sparingly. restraint. Use it for an accent. Use all it right. sparingly. We got to move on. Nate is rolling his eyes. Yes, Bethany. Okay. What's so- on your? You better you better talk quickly and edit because Nate is rolling his eyes. He's got the okay. face. 
So depending on what you're really into, there is a celebrity in that group for you. Like if you're really into, I don't know, My Little Ponies, maybe the whoever the creator of My Little Ponies is your guy. If you love Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry is like a god in your world. Well, I love ghost hunting. And so the show Ghost Hunters was really the one that started the whole trend. And one of the guys who started Ghost Hunters is named Jason Hawes. If you're into ghost hunting, you love him. I actually am talking to him today. We're going to do an interview with him on an Acquired Taste podcast. And I'm so excited. <laughs> and so I'm like fangirling a little bit over Jason Hawes. So think about it for you. Like if you love your thing, who is your celebrity? Who's your mm-hmm. person? And would you love to talk to them? Like Elvis, James Beard. One? James Beard would be yours. He's dead, but I would love to talk to him. Right. Hey, what's up, Danielle? So I want to thank America's Got Talent for, one, making the type of show that I feel comfortable sitting down with my family and watching. Like, I really? feel, yeah, I feel like we can watch it together. We love it together. We root for people together. We get stories out of it. Like, there's the the burn survivor from the plane crash, Ketchy, who is an amazing voice. She's an inspiration for so many people. She got us talking about how we need to be thankful in our lives for things. And it's just, like, tonight we're going to sit down, have pizza, and watch the finale together. And I feel like shows like that that give you those bonds moments. So if you get a chance to meet with whoever it is in your life that you want to bond with, maybe there's a show out there that will help you do that. You can't bond with your kids over American Horror Story? Uh, no, you know, I delete that off the DVR once it's done <laughs> yeah, so they don't gotcha. accidentally see it. <laughs> All right, well, so you're right. America's Got Talent. Yep. Someone's walking away with a million dollars tonight. Yep. How cool is that? Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, Danielle. All right, let's get into sound with Garrett. All right, Garrett, what do you have today? Well, speaking of America's Got Talent, let's talk about Darcy Lynn. She's 12 years old. She's a ventriloquist, and this is her singing with her two puppets. And remember, she's not moving her lips, and she sounds better than most. doesn't move her lips at all. Wow. And she's playing two different characters. Give her a million dollars. Yeah. That's worth a million dollars. Yeah. Imagine 12 years time. old, being 12 years old, having a million dollars. She's, I think she's the front runner right now. Okay. So we'll all right. see what happens. All right. And Bethany was talking about My Little Ponies. I'm a brony. And uh, <laughs> the, yes, the, you are. Yes. The <laughs> new movie comes out October 6th, but the soundtrack, Sia has a song featured on it. It's called Rainbow. Sounds like this. And it's so, so interesting, too. When Sia was here a while back, she always said she would take a word and then build a song around it. So that word being rainbow. That's cool. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Macklemore, he was here last week talking about a, a song with Kesha that's coming out. came out yesterday afternoon. It's called Good Old Days. We might hear it this weekend. We might not at the iHeartRadio Music Festival. But here's Good Old Days. Wish I didn't think I had the answers. Wish I didn't drink all of that glass first. Wish I made it to homecoming. Got up the courage to ask her. So yeah, we might hear it this weekend. And finally, all right. So a girlfriend pulled probably a great prank if you're into video games. So NBA 2K18 just came out recently, right? Has Kyrie Irving on the cover. Everyone's playing it right now for the last 48 hours. Well, (laughs) 
this guy's girlfriend bought NBA 2K17 and gave it to him, and she <laughs> played it off like there was no problems. <laughs> what is it? That's the game we've been asking for. 2K, right? This is 17. <laughs> We're, it's 2017, though. Right? What do you mean? Everybody ain't playing 2K18. I'm not be up and sitting up playing 2K17. How they playing 2K18 when it's still 2017? <laughs> what? What are you talking? You better, I hope you can return this. I hope you can return this. Matter of fact, call your mama. You going home. What? You going home. Wow. That's awesome. I would be pissed off too. If I got mad in 17 as opposed to mad in 18, I, yeah. I, I would have the same reaction. Some people don't understand the numbering. All right, well, thank you. You're a great American. Garrett, everybody. Thank you. Garrett. Garrett. All right, let's get into what's trending. Everyone's yeah. so busy today. I love this break. There's move a lot it, going it, on. It. I love it. All right, you're up. Okay, we were talking earlier in the show about working from home versus working at work. Well, if you sit at a desk all day long, you know that it takes a toll on your body, especially your back. Well, the geniuses at Central Retail have come up with the foot hammock. It installs what? under your desk. It lets you keep your feet up and comfortable for longer. It also says that it keeps your feet in a position that's more ergonomically oh. correct. So it keeps oh. your back happy. It keeps your legs and it's your like feet happy. It's like a little happy. hammock for your yeah. feet. <laughs> it installs underneath your desk, and it's only 12 bucks. So it's like worth a shot, right? So we're making money off that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it looks really hammock. comfortable. Cool. <laughs> it's 12 bucks. Go to ElvisDuran.com, keyword trending. I link you over. And then if you walk around a lot during your day, but you're sick of comfortable shoes that are ugly, uh, you need to try out Rothy's. The creators were sick of seeing people walk around in like tennis shoes with really nice outfits on. So they created the shoe that's made out of actually recycled water bottles, but it wicks moisture. It's super comfortable. You can even recycle the shoes. You can wash the shoes in the uh, the, the washing machine, and they come out new wow. and beautiful. Um, and I have a friend who actually has a pair of these. She says they're crazy comfortable, and they're also stylish. Are they cute? They're very cute. Let me see. So go to ElvisDuran.com, oh, keyword trending. They come in a bunch of different colors and patterns, so you'll find one that you love. Thank you, Bethany. You're welcome. All right, Dr. Oz is coming in. We've got questions. He's got answers. Hang on, we've got more coming up after this. Celebrity interviews, in-studio performances, or that time Greg T wore a diaper. So Greg T has his legs in the air, and he's wearing his uh, diaper. Our Snapchat stories capture everything. Search the words Elvis Duran Show on Snapchat and follow us today. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Stamps.com lets you easily buy and print official U.S. postage using your own computer and printer. You listen to us, you get a bonus. A four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale when you go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter Elvis. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. Hi, this is Lady Gaga, and you're listening to my friend Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. You know, when I was a kid... If you were sick, there was a pill you would take or there was a procedure they would do and you'd be in the hospital for a day or two or a week. Now, thanks to Dr. Oz, we've learned it's 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 much more, much more greater than that, right? You can heal with food. You can heal with a good attitude. I mean, the whole world has changed in the past, let's say, 10, 15 years, the things we've discovered about things other than pills and surgery, right, Dr. Oz? Well, the amazing thing about medicine is the advances we have made have also shown us where the limitations are. So I can change a heart. That's you know, heart transplants. We do a lot of them at Columbia. Um, I can do all kinds of crazy things with cancer. And some of my colleagues have made huge advances in cosmetics, et cetera. But fundamentally, food can fix it. And I say that because 
it, it is the first step to feeling your best. So yes, you have medicine, hardcore medicine that doctors provide as a backdrop and is always there as your insurance policy, uh, your safety net. But your day-to-day battle for health is one in your home, in your kitchen, your living room, in your bedroom, and you ought to take advantage of those. So the bedroom part we won't talk about so explicitly because it is actually... The kids are listening. Yeah. But, no, 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 no. They love to hear about sex. Oh, let's, let's, let's start, start there then. Yeah, all right. So the first thing you do, all right, and then so, so uh, but but in your kitchen, which is where the biggest battles are fought. And have you know, sex the, in your kitchen. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I'm sorry. There are eggs there. So you know, but if you think about if you think about a grocery store, when you walk into it, you're walking into a pharmacy that's rich able to help you get through a lot of the aches and pains and malaise and lack of energy and all the things, the, the things that hold us back from being who we are. If you get that done day in and day out, you establish a little habit around it, all of a sudden it becomes easier to do the right thing and guess what? You feel like a million bucks and you're looking around and saying, how come everyone else doesn't know this? That's why I'm always surprised when I talk to folks on the show about some huge epiphany, some big breakthrough they've made. The usual comment they make is they are surprised they didn't that they didn't know about it earlier. They didn't realize how easy it was to be healthy. And when they figured it out, they wanted to talk about it to everyone they know. That's why people who are healthy become zealots. Okay, so you have this book out. It's coming out next week called Food Can Fix It. So you're not saying that everything in the health world can be fixed with food, but you can prevent a lot of things and you can fix some things. For instance, like give me like one symptom of something I could fix in a week with the proper diet. So just to define why I called it food can fix it, is I'm not saying it's going to make it 100% better. It makes it better enough that you don't need anything else done, or if you need something else done, it's easier to do whatever you need. So let's say you have a cholesterol problem, right? We know that eating the right foods can help your body deal with cholesterol and all the other basic chemicals in the body much more readily. So why not take that as your first step? If it's not enough by itself because you've got some genetic issue going down, then I get it, I get it, then take the medications. But if your first step is to is to put some statin drug, you know, Lipitor on a kielbasa, right? That doesn't work so well. Right. You know, cut the kielbasa <laughs> out first, then take the pill if you need to add it. And you asked me for one concrete step: uh, perimenopausal issues, right? People who you know have aches and pains and depression around uh, around uh, menopause. Don't forget that around mens- menstruation, you're, you're, that time of the month comes and you feel you're down. cramping. You're cramping. How right? can I eliminate my 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 cramping? It turns out that pe- that women who have yeah, you're cramping. I'll speak to the women out there. If you have if you have high amounts of the B vitamins, especially B six and B twelve, folic acid, women seem to have less of a problem with their their menstruation. Huh. And so why not take advantage of that? Again, this has been studied. We didn't know this. It's hard to study this stuff. But once we figure out that it's true, eat foods that have lots of B vitamins in them or take them as a supplement. Make what sure foods have lots of B? Uh, eggs, uh, meats actually have B vitamins in them. Uh, but th- th- in this case, I would probably take a supplement to make sure you're getting enough. That's the other thing. Vitamins are valuable as a backup plan. You should try to get as many nutrients as you can from real food. Knowing that 90% plus of us don't, then it's worth taking a multivitamin just to make sure an issue like that. But but Elvis, you know this. There's a sacredness to food. The most powerful thing that food does is bring us together in the community. And that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because if you realize that, that, that food is sacred and then there's nothing healthier than laughing while eating... Then you, I begin to have sort of the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, I'll automate my life. I'll make the right decisions. I'll do the things I talk about, and food can fix it. And the other 20% of the time, I'll just have a good time. It's okay. You'll, like you'll the, survive. The other day when you and I were having lunch, 
we were sitting together at that table just talking, having fun. We met some people at the table next to us. You know what? Do you have that car going by? Sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> I've got my window open. <laughs> it's kind of nice. I love my studio. Anyway, I felt great after that lunch. And, and we ate great food, but I think the conversation, being with my buddy for like an hour just talking about stuff. We talked about stuff that was important, stuff that wasn't important. I felt great. And so meals, it's more than the food. It's hanging out with your friends. It, connecting with people, so there's nothing better than food and people. Those are my two favorite things. Yeah, and we and marijuana. Yeah, marijuana, of course. <laughs> now speaking of marijuana, since you yes. brought it up, we'll, okay. we'll come back to food. I've got a big show on Friday. Montel's coming in. Montel Williams, who's a, a U.S. Marine, he Co- loves pot, right? Well, but why? Why? He was not a pothead. He no, has because he has um, multiple sclerosis. Yes, and he says it's been one of the best things for him. Right. So here's the clinical he, marijuana. So here's the challenge. Oh, let me go close my window. I'm sorry. Okay. While you're playing over there, <laughs> let, let me filibuster here. Medical marijuana has become the biggest hypocrisy in America. This stuff works well enough that we should be allowed to study it, and we crazily are fearful of it because we think it's going to cause a gate. It's a gateway drug to opiates and heroin. It's the opposite. It might be the exit door to addiction for a lot of folks. And right. here's the thing that's really bothering me: opiates, narcotics. Vicodin, the, you know, all these different p- pills, they don't have the benefit we think they have for chronic pain. In fact, they've not been shown in big clinical trials to work in chronic pain. So we're giving a dangerous drug for a problem that really doesn't fix that well. It might make worse. And a drug that might work like marijuana, we're not allowed to use. Yeah, they it's tell completely you, crazy. They tell you that those things, you have to kind of be ahead of it. So like you have to take that like the, whatever you um, what one of the ones you were just talking like about the before yeah. the pain starts but, but, and kind of chase it. Yeah, but I tell you, it doesn't work in trials when it's been looked at for chronic pain. It actually makes it worse for a lot of people, and it's very dangerous. So yeah. I've I've lived my whole life thinking, well, you know, it could kill you because it's addictive, but you do have this chronic pain, so I'll give it to you. Well, if now that I know it doesn't really work for chronic pain that well, and other things do, like maybe marijuana, yeah, I want to get away now. Marijuana, there's never ever ever been someone who's died from. For, and I'm like, listen, I don't get high. I've never been high. But I do, as a doctor, get angry when law enforcement is making decisions about the health of Americans instead of doctors. There should be a medical decision made by physicians. States have approved it. The federal government needs to allow the research to happen more readily in order to get out of the way. Hey, so um, let's talk to uh, Courtney on line 23. Interesting that we're talking about this. Uh, you were texting in, Courtney, about using medical marijuana for chronic pain. Have you used it? Have you seen results? Or are you having a, a, a problem getting access to it? Well, I live in a state where it is illegal medically, but you have to have uh, a waiting period of 90 days. So I have seen the doctor, but I'm in the waiting period before I can get it. Right. Um, I do have a friend that had it, and I did try it, and it was life-changing. For the first time in five years, I had four hours that was pain-free, and it was amazing. Describe to Dr. Oz what you're going through just quickly, and what what is causing your pain, and what did the medical marijuana do for you? So I have chronic shoulder pain. I've had lots of different diagnoses, but the current one is thoracic outlet syndrome, and um, so I am on opiates for pain, and they really just sort of I like to say that if, it's like if you're listening to music and you put headphones on, it kind of mutes the music. Well, it kind of just mutes the pain. It doesn't go away. But when I tried the medical marijuana, it actually went away. And it was it was amazing. I felt good for the first time in years. That story is so common. And I travel around the country. I hear it over and over again. I hear parents crying because their child's not seizing anymore. 
I, I, I talk to very, very well-known people whose loved ones have bad cancers and all of a sudden could live their lives again. And, and I'm sitting here as a doctor saying, hey, this is just completely bizarre that we're not allowed to do something that works. And yet we're actively embracing another option, opiates, which, as you mentioned, dulls your awareness of the world. And by doing that, dulls your awareness of the pain that's in your world, but doesn't actually get treat your problem. And more importantly, could kill you. Right, but you could you could smoke a thousand times more marijuana than anyone prescribes and still not be killed because it doesn't depress your airway. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make you forget to breathe. Whereas with opiates, you just take a couple extra pills, you're dead. It doesn't make any sense that our nation has been tricked into this fiction and we're unable to change it. We're smart people, and now that we question. all know it, let's go there. I've got a question. How many people on this show have uh, a know someone who's been affected by a death from overdose of opiates? I know yeah, I have. Everybody. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Close friends have died. It, it, it's, and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Well, look, thank you for your call, uh, Courtney. I do appreciate your time, and, and, and I, hope things, I hope things roll in your direction and into the direction of people who, who really could use medical marijuana on their side. I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Look, you know, uh, okay, let's go back to food. This is a very, this is, we have so much to do. Oh, my God, Dr. Oz, when you come here, we, we never have enough time. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the deconstruction of of food in America. Now, what? you were telling me that chicken. You love chicken. Chicken is actually a great thing for us, right? Chicken's chicken's fabulous and in an unprecedented move today on the show, we have the the leaders of three of the biggest chicken producers in the country, Tyson, D- D- Dale and Evans, Bell and Evans rather, and uh, and Purdue. Uh, you know, Mr. Purdue's on the show. And why are they coming on? What what's what are they so worked up about? They think they're under siege. And they have been attacked for having chlorine in the chicken. It was a big story over the summer, and they're saying that they actually don't think it's dangerous. So here's the thing. When the chickens are slaughtered, they are either allowed to cool down in a, in a refrigerator or they're washed. If they're washed, they put chlorine in the water. The same way you put chlorine in water you swim well, why in. Why do they have to put chlorine in the, in, the, in the water? Because they want to keep it clean. It's why they chlorinate swimming pools, public swimming pools. They don't want the germs of one uh, fish, of one chicken, to infect the one that's next in the water bath, like with humans. We don't we put chlorine in there so that if you're swimming after someone who was infected with something, you don't catch it. So the biggest issue, they say, is it doesn't really matter because the amount of chlorine is so small. They're saying it's actually a rumor started by other governments is a trade war to prevent our chickens from being exported to other countries. But then I said, listen, while you guys are here, let's get into the other issues that are affecting the American consumer, like organic chicken. Is it that big a deal? And what's why? why is it that only... You know, it, it, that people have to pay so much extra for it. Well, yeah, All, when I go to the store, organic chicken is sometimes twice as much as regular chicken. Right. Now, it, here's the thing. All three of those companies I mentioned, all the big manufacturers that I know of, are moving towards organic chicken. It's better for the environment, but they've heard us. The American consumer loudly is saying, I want my food to be healthy, and I don't want to pay through the nose for it. And it but, will, but also a big part of it is how the chicken is living during its life. Yes. And some of these companies are not great about the way they treat the chickens when they're they alive. They need to massage yeah. their chickens, like well, Kobe, the, the Kobe cow. Yeah. And so, breathe so that, so, in a cage so, with so, seven other chickens. So that's, that's, yeah, if, if, if I have chlorine in my chicken, it's because I let it swim in my swimming pool. It has a great life. <laughs> so it's, but to deal with Bethany's point about their lifestyle, so this thing called free-range chicken. And I asked these guys, to, to be honest with me, what does it really mean? So free-range chicken means they could go outside. Doesn't mean they actually went outside. And they if they go outside, they could go out into a cement patio. Not They're not running around frolicking in the woods. Now, the other thing they point out, and they said, to be honest, chickens are, well, they're chicken. They don't go outside. They're scared. 
and they they prefer to stay indoors. So I said, well, how are they treated indoors? And some of these practices have been horrible. And they are, they tell me, and I have a little bit of evidence on this, trying to clean it up. They're trying to so be- So which chicken should we buy then? Organic chicken. Happy chicken. Happy chicken. Organic chickens are chickens that have to have been allowed to go outside, not just on a cement patio. They can't be given antibiotics. They're not, uh, they're, they're, they're humane treatment inside the, the facility as well. Listen, I know it's a little more expensive. If you can afford it, I really think it's the best thing for our communities and our societies. And it's the most humane thing for the chicken. I have an you, idea. Yeah. Yes. What if we send Greg T to the chicken farm and have him tell jokes? Oh. Like do a stand up routine. <laughs> oh. There we have it. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Have you heard have you heard Greg T's conspiracy theory about chickens? No. Please please tell. <laughs> no, it's very you may want to not put your book out yet. You may want to add a chapter before it comes out next week. By the way, Dr. Oz Food Can Fix It is out next week and we may have to halt publication for this new chapter. Yes, tell him, Gregory. Well, okay, Dr. Oz, in all due respect, I, I appreciate what you're doing and trying to, you know, to give people knowledge about chicken. But let, let, let's be honest, okay? From coast to coast, worldwide, there are places everywhere that are serving what? They're serving chicken. You can get up in the morning and you can have a chicken patty for breakfast. You can have chicken uh, in your salad for lunch. We're very familiar that there's chicken. So what happens is, think about this, Dr. Oz. There's not enough chicken in the world to supply all these people with chicken. The demand of chicken is so tremendous. There's not enough. What I believe is happening is the government has these (laughs) factories set up in areas that we cannot get to and they are manufacturing what they are calling chicken under the laws of what percentage of chicken has to be in something that a so human so is Gregory, eating. You're saying they're chicken. manufacturing like chicken parts. But it's exactly, it's not real. They're, they're putting they're putting all things into it, whatever, and they're going, oh yeah, that's chicken. And behind closed doors, they're going, well, we cannot supply the American people with chicken. We don't have enough. Because think about this, Dr. Oz, if we had enough chicken, you'd have chickens right underneath your feet. You'd have chicken everywhere. We would have to have chicken in the streets of Manhattan. What would it be like to place. walk down the street? You would have to be like, excuse me, chicken, excuse me, chicken. You'd be stepping <laughs> over chicken. So You'd Dr. be in Times Square stepping there's a conspiracy. Chicken. There's, there's no way chicken. for them to grow enough chickens to give us the chicken amount that we're receiving. There's you know, not enough. First of all, Greg T. came on the show, God bless him, with his beautiful wife and daughters to talk about trampoline injuries. I'm going to take that part of the show out now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I can trust him. It's such a good tale. Ten cent chicken wings. Where are they getting so, all the so, chicken wings? May, maybe, maybe it's not as bad as Greg T tells us, but there, there's got to be some chicken, as 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 Bethany's described. That is, this treat, these chickens are treated so horribly, you shouldn't be eating them. Yeah, well, two I mean, things. First, to, to Greg T's defense, there, there's definitely filler in a lot of the chicken you see. Uh-huh. So all they have to say is, and they have you know crazy rules on these things. You know, you can they they, they were chicken is in there, but that's the only thing that's really chickeny in it. Right. My issue is really is Bethany's point. That if we don't treat our the, the 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 factory farming practices have been horrible, and I am of the belief that these guys are beginning to hear us. We've been yelling and screaming and voting with our pocketbooks. Organic is an example of that, but we got to continue down that path. But again, the three of them came on the show for a reason, and again, they, they never appear together on shows. They they don't come in, it, by themselves on shows. They are all saying the same thing: We've heard you. Good. We're good. making differences. To happen, and here's the evidence to date. And I think you're going to see, in his example, a, a drop in the price of organic chicken because if everyone's making organic chicken, 
and all three of those companies are now. Those, you know, the biggest guys are making organic chicken. They're making a lot of them. It becomes the new norm. Yeah. Instead of hidden little factories that you're all not right. allowed to film in, which is by the way the rule in some states. Then now it's going to be, you know, okay, you want transparency? We'll give it to you. Buy our stuff. Make us rich by buying our stuff, and we'll make sure we're making a better quality product. That's the new America. All right. Now, what about meatloaf? Ooh. Now, I made a beautiful meatloaf for my friend Dana. I call it my, uh, well, my, my, my trashy barbecue meatloaf. Oh, I love it. The name's And she loves it. Now, meatloaf, they're saying, is just one of the most god-awful things you can eat. But, but, uh, but so- you look like you're about to... I'm going to lose the- yourself sexually when you were thinking about meatloaf, Dr. Oz. I'm going to blow the <laughs> lid off this. Here's, here's the thing. I, I looked in the meatloaf. A hundred years ago, meatloaf was basically the prior evening's leftovers. And you would put a little bread in there and some milk and ma- mash it up and it would work. Then during the Depression, Second World War, because of rationing and the like, they, they started taking the meat out of the meatloaf. And then for the rest of the you know, 20th century, we basically had bread with a little meat in there. It was junky stuff. But it was moist, but wasn't very good for you. Americans started making healthier meatloaf, but unfortunately, we overdid it. And we took, you know, super lean meat, 99% this or that, try to make meatloaf, it tastes like mud, right? right. It's, and, and it's dry, which is the it worst. It was dry. Oh. It was chalky. Yeah, chalky. So you can make meatloaf, but you got to make it the right way. Talk so, to me. So, butter. Well, you don't need a lot of butter. But oh, you, here's lard. Things, lard. You know, <laughs> you need, first of all, you need 75% lean, maybe 80%, but not much more. It's got to have a little fat in it. Right. So 85% max. Right. Then you need some mushrooms because mushrooms actually give it some meatiness and some moisture at the same time. You need a tiny bit of bread, not much, a little bit of gelatin, um, and you can and, and some milk, and you can make a, a great little uh, basting that works with it as well. And but that, wait, isn't gelatin from the hooves yes. of, of yes. animals? Yes. Gelatin is from you. the hooves of animals. Thank you for the that appetizing hooves. insight. Okay. <laughs> yes, they take the hooves off and they bosh them up, and it's collagen. So, but, but But actually, if you make meatloaf like that, it's not as healthy as it would have been, but it tastes so good, it doesn't matter. And that's the trade-off in life. You're much better off eating something that's mostly healthy than not eating at all. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, what else? I'm, I'm having so much fun because I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that eating is going to make me healthier than not eating. A lot of people say, oh, I could skip a meal or two. That's really a, a bad way of looking at taking care of yourself. Let's you do need that. to be eating, but eating the right thing. Let's do mac and cheese. Oh. Okay. Oh. You think mac and cheese? Let's do yes. mac and cheese. I'll do a mac and cheese right now. Talk so, about uh, it slowly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk getting back, about it. Getting back to sex. Yeah. It's mac and cheese. Have so, you ever had sex with a mac and cheese? Of course. Everyone okay, has. go right ahead. So, <laughs> so you have, you have, you have as in everybody. Yeah. Uh, so moms love mac and cheese because the kids love it and because it's so easy to make. Right? And the way you make mac and cheese in a home, you take the little powdered stuff out and you put it the in there. The orange powder. The orange yeah. powder. So the question about that is why is it orange and how do they make it into a powder? Right. Is it the same powder they use on Doritos? Back to you. Uh, back to me. <laughs> So they used to have artificial <laughs> coloring in there. They've actually replaced the artificial coloring now. They've got paprika and turmeric. They put other yellowish spices in there. So that's a good thing. And the second thing that, that comes up is the issue of phthalates. Now, have you heard of a phthalate before? That is, doesn't sound healthy. No. Does it start with a P? Yes. Good, Matthew. P-H-T-H. So I've phthalate. Re- I've what is it? I've seen the word. Not, not phthalic, but phthalate. So oh. phthalates are chemicals added to plastics to make them flexible. Oh, so you might say, why would manufacturers add phthalates to mac and cheese? Yeah. Especially when they're illegal to be put in toys. They're dangerous. They cause developmental delays. And 
you, you would not normally want to add that to a food. Well, it turns out they don't purposely add it. When the mac and cheese, when the macaroni noodles are wiggling down the, the, the plastic conveyor belt, they, they leach in some of the mac and the, uh, the phthalates. The cheese is really the bigger issue because when you aerosolize the cheese in order to make powder out of it, they go through little plastic tubes and it probably leaches a little bit of phthalate out of there. Mm-hmm. So that's the concern. Now, here's the good news. The amount of phthalates in your mac and cheese are less than what the kids are getting running around the floor. Your floor, your carpets, they have more phthalates in them. So I don't like the fact that they're there, but they're not all that bad. So I think you're fine with mac and cheese. But just as a hack, just in case, I had Dafty, my daughter, who's much better at this than I am, come up with a recipe that she showed me. So she takes butternut squash, puts a little cheese in there, makes a big little ragu out of it, and then puts it in the freezer. When you're going to make your mac and cheese, you, get, you take the macaroni, boil them, takes two minutes, Take it out of the freezer, add it at the end, at the last second. It takes literally 60 seconds more than a traditional mac and cheese, and you're done. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to even worry about the phthalates. And you know everything you're putting in there. That sounds way too healthy. I can't do that. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> you I have like, confidence you in like you. He likes more phthalates than, than not. Yes, you, he likes phthalates. He likes yeah. the way they make him look. <laughs> I love them. They gave me that, they gave me that bendable feel, like a good toy. Yeah. <laughs> a well-preserved coast. Look, Dr. Oz, uh, it's always so much fun to have you here. We learn. We learn so much. And if I may just say one thing. You were saying earlier, you we were talking about medical marijuana and how uh, law enforcement is making it difficult for uh, medical marijuana to help people that needs to help. Don't you think, though, it's the people who make the laws? It's, not the, it's the legislators. It's the people who vote for it to make it into a, a law. And it's the... The, the, uh, the, the, the legislators are... In, in their individual states, one by one approving it. And it will be approved in, in almost all the states. Good, and that's in, what we need to do. Right, but the problem that I'm arguing for, and these are not bad people. I've spoken to these people. These, law enforcement's not bad and evil. They're scared. They don't want to be blamed at the federal level for being lax on drugs in America. And I'm trying to get them to relax and say, hey, listen, I understand that that's a responsibility and an obligation you feel. This is not the problem. Let's focus on the real problem, which is hard narcotics. And let's relax the DEA to allow doctors to do more research on this marijuana as it could be used. I'm not, again, I, I've never gotten high in my life and I'm not in the recreational marijuana. I, as, as a physician though, I feel very strongly that I, if I have a drug that could help somebody, let me use it. Right. Don't make it hard for me or dangerous for me to use it and create these weird hypocrisies. Laws that, that are hypocritical hurt our country terribly because then people say, I'm going to not follow the law because it's a bad law. And we don't want that either. This is a bad law. We should free states to use medical marijuana, free doctors whose legislators have allowed them to use it to do this and get out of their way. And we shouldn't have the federal government, the DEA or the FDA being pressured to crack down on doctors. They walk, you know, And listen, I know there are going to be abuses that happen out there, but people aren't dying from marijuana. They're dying from narcotics. Let's focus on what's killing people. We love you, Dr. Ross. Thank you for coming in today. I love you, man. By the way, if you can get in touch with uh, whoever is your, 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 who's legislating the laws of where you live, you really, you really should let them know how you feel about this. Can I ask you one Absolutely. last question? Yeah. So I, I'm, and I've been talking with uh, the OJ's team a fair amount, and I'm just curious where you guys land on this. So I, I, I had OJ's lawyer. OJ Simpson? OJ Simpson. Oh, boy. So, so I, have, I have his defense attorney, uh, Michael Laverne, who, who actually got him, out on, got him on parole. And then I have Chris Darden, who was the prosecuting attorney from back in Los Angeles. Uh, if you remember, he's the African-American attorney who was sort of leading that with Marsha Clark and collapse. No, we love him. He's yeah. excellent. So I had them both on the show, both talking about him. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, Chris Darden is passionate about O.J. being a dangerous man, should not be released. He says he's at the, he went to the murder scene. He saw these people 
It was the most brutal murder scene he's ever seen. He thinks he's dangerous. Chris Laverne, on the other hand, Malcolm Laverne, rather, on the other hand, is arguing that, this, you know, he's reformed, he's changed. Uh, and he sent me, he brought me a message from O.J., who, who's, who, but you know, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but in jails, they watch network television because they don't get cable a lot of times. And in daytime, since I'm male friendly, all the prisoners apparently watch my show. Oh, you're big in the prison. So, so I got that, yeah, I got wow. that big, I you mean got that they going don't watch Orange is the New Black while they're in prison? <laughs> That's on cable. It's like they, so they're, what, they're living it. They don't have to watch it. So, so what did OJ say in his message to you, Dr. Rod? Well, he, he said a couple of things about how he's getting, you know, moving on beyond where he's been and, and trying to change. But he also said he'd watched a show that I did on, on NFL players in concussions. Oh. And whether or not, and, and just the fact he was asking the question got me to think, well, maybe he's worried about being hit in the head, playing football for all those years, and maybe that may have affected him. Maybe it turned him into a, turned him into a brutal murderer? Yeah, if he if he murdered him. Again, he was acquitted, so, you know, it's that's that's an allegation at this point. Hmm. Uh, so, you, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I'm opening up to the floor. Oh. Well, no. Look, look, you know, let's talk to Danielle, who's a mother. Yeah. Ask Danielle, do you want your kids to play football nope. in school? Nope. I have a couple of friends who their her teenage son, one of them, started acting really weird, started not being able to remember words and just every. And it turned out it was because of playing football at school already in his teen years and getting hit in the head so much. And he now has problems because right. of the football. So I, my kids have not asked. And that's if they do ask, I probably would. Put, point them in a different direction. Justin. What about you, Froggy? Daniel knows this has been a big problem in, in my house. My yeah. son wanted to play football so bad. He played flag football for a while and then really wanted to play tackle ball. Some of his friends did. And I spoke to a couple of former NFL players whose children do not play. And I asked them why. And they said that the the impact that is happening on the brain and on the head with all this impact, your body's not made for that. They don't know how to hit each other. They don't know how to fall. They, there's, there's so so many injuries are happening. That we said no, and it was a real problem. He was very upset with us and thought we were being too protective. But I think now the more he sees as it's happening and seeing these football players yeah. and what's happening, he understands now why we did that, and that's why we're not okay with it. There you go. So I think that asking me what I feel about it, I listen to what they're saying. It just makes all the sense in the world, Dr. Ross. Are you going to have a show on that pretty soon? Yeah, yeah, it's a big topic. Uh, and you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in understanding what he's going to do and where you go from uh, where he's been, it's you know, it still captivates the, the American public because he was such an iconic figure when I was growing up, and then he fell so hard. And of course, we're all divided about what happened in Los Angeles and, and why was he acquitted. Chris Darden, who's really suffered personally, again, he's a prosecuting attorney. He says if we'd done our job right, this man would be in handcuffs, not walking free. Wow! There you and go. you realize that people carry that burden with them their whole lives. These were, and they, you know, it launched a whole industry that that case. Yeah. All the you, all these folks who became the like Kardashians, right? Yeah. A lot of big names got launched in that, but the whole concept that America could go into a courtroom and judge itself—we could all be the jury uh, on these cases. So food can fix it. This is this is my goal. Next week, I'm hoping I can pull some strings and get Amazon to send me one. Uh, food, <laughs> don't you love Amazon? I know. Food can fix it with Dr. Oz. Great shows on the way, uh, including the. The Greg T's uh, kids who both uh, broke their ankles at a trampoline park show. Can't yep. wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Dr. Oz, we love you. Thanks for coming on I today. I love you, too. Dr. Oz. Elvis Duran is the go-to radio host. He's a delight. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 
Breakfast, Duran and the Morning Show. So much going on, but I think we should point all attention down to Puerto Rico and what's going on uh, with the latest in the hurricane. Let's uh, get headlines from Bethany. Bethany, what's going on right now? Yeah, so the Category 4, for category four storm hit Puerto Rico um, early this morning around 6.15 our time. Maximum sustained winds of 155 miles per hour. Right now um, at the U.S. Virgin Island of St. Croix, we're hearing that one person officially uh, died, but we're hearing multiple deaths reported from Dominica, and we're still waiting sort of to get the updates of Puerto Rico because it's it's over them right now. Um, and so unfortunately, we won't know a ton until it continues to move on. Um, that's what I've been hearing on my side. Uh, Froggy, have you been hearing anything more since you're a little closer? Uh, no, still seeing the same thing, expecting the storm to move offshore probably around uh, noon to 1 o'clock. The uh, eyewall will move offshore again off the north side of Puerto Rico. And once that moves offshore, then the storm will start to uh, – the uh, the weather there in Puerto Rico will improve throughout the day. So by this afternoon, we should start getting some reports. We are seeing some live camera footage coming out, and it does look very violent. But we probably will not know a lot until later this afternoon. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, let's move to Mexico. Central Mexico had that deadly earthquake. Now, it's just a little over a week since their previous earthquake. As of last night, at least 30 children were still missing. Now, at least 217 people confirmed dead. And, of course, that number is unfortunately expected to rise throughout the day, too. They're continuing to search through the rubble and try to see if they can find anybody who survived. The, uh, the earthquake was a 7.1 magnitude. Uh, we know about that huge Equifax hack. People are still finding out whether or not they were affected by it. And now it turns out that over 100,000 Canadians may also have had their Equifax data exposed. If you uh, are not sure, make sure to be checking your bank account. Make sure to get some sort of protection, um, like a identity protection, so that you can get alerts if any of your information has been leaked or credit cards, that kind of thing, are being opened in your name. This is your hourly reminder to take a deep breath. God, thank you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this news makes you forget to breathe. I know. I feel so terrible. I saw our boss the other day, and he was like, I was listening to the show this morning. You made me very sad. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, so thanks. I, uh, I apologize. And pumpkin spice is everywhere, obviously. But now a pizzeria chain is offering pumpkin spice pizza. Oh, no. Yeah, it's no, no, no. a Via I think, Italia I think it's kitchen. time. It's it's time to say no to pumpkin spice. Yeah, no. It comes with pumpkin pie filling, nutmeg, cloves, cinnamon, and mozzarella That's cheese. That's not pizza. No. <laughs> Sorry. From now on, pumpkin spice should be in. <laughs> Pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, so that's that. And those are your headlines. That is that. Thank you. By the way, people are texting you because of what you said about your ghost hunter guy. Yeah, Jason, Jason Hawes. Hawes. They want to know when you're going to have him on your show. They want to hear this interview. They love him. So he's amazing. So we're talking to him today, but it's a podcast. So I, it's uh, probably will be a bonus episode, hopefully tomorrow, if we can get it all edited down. Maybe the um, our Acquired Taste podcast comes out today, and then hopefully the bonus episode will be either tomorrow or Friday. All right. Thank you, Bethany. Yeah. We've got your phone tap coming up right after this. What's hot right now on ElvisDuran.com? Here's webgirl Kathleen. Head over to at Elvis Duran Show on Instagram because Greg T is professing his love for romance and it's actually kind of cute. He wants to know what's the most romantic thing that you've ever done for somebody else. And if you sit at a desk all day, it takes a toll on your body, especially your back. So Bethany has you covered in today's What's Trending with a hammock for your feet that will fix your posture. Get all this and more, ElvisDuran.com. ElvisDuran.com. The letter, Dear Elvis, my dad hates telephone telemarketers. Oh, you know what that means. 
It's another job for Michael Oppenheimer. <laughs> this email comes to us from Alex. All right, Alex, Scary Jones as Mr. Michael Oppenheimer, our resident annoying telemarketer, will be calling your dad to sell him something. Who knows or who cares what it is? It doesn't matter. By the way, this is the first Michael Oppenheimer phone tap where the victim stays on the phone the whole time and doesn't hang up one time. Wow. Let's listen into today's phone tap. Here we go. Paul, how can I help you? Uh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with 90Sad.com. How are you doing today, sir? With who? I have the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight here for sale. <laughs> for just $9.95, you can beam light where you need it. How does that sound to you? It sounds like, why are you calling me on my cell phone trying to sell me stuff? Because uh, your name was on a list of people to be called today that you might be interested in this product. I'm not interested in anybody calling me on my cell phone trying to sell me something. So could you do me a favor and get me off your list? It's got a high-intensity Krypton bulb. I got flashlights that you can get a suntan with. Perfect for autos, reading, home. I, I don't drive. I walk everywhere I go. Maybe while you're fixing the toilet under the sink. Uh, I have somebody that comes in to do that kind of stuff. The Mr. Flex flexible flashlight beams light into any orifice. Maybe you could shine that light up your ass if it beams light into any orifice. It has a gooseneck handle, making it able to bend and reach deep into dark nooks and crannies. So it sounds suitable to do deep knee squats on. You should try it sometime. Sir, Mr. Flex flashlight features a flat two and a half inch magnetic base for hands-free use. Are you serious? Oh, uh, yes, sir. And if you act now, you get the second one free. You mean I can get two of something I don't want? How many would you like to purchase today, sir? 3,600 of them. I just want to buy one for everyone that lives in my town. So I think if we just gave a whole bunch of these flashlights out, maybe they might elect me mayor. And, well, maybe then I could everybody's wife. Well, how would you like to pay for these, sir? I'll trade my wife for them because I won't need her anymore because I'm everybody else's life. We only accept credit card, obviously, or COD, cash on delivery, sir. Ah, uh, how about you just take my wife instead? How about this? Let's get your information and uh, we'll get your order processed immediately. How does that sound? You know, I would almost say that I would hire you as a sales guy for my company. You have a company, sir? You're amazing. You're doing the wrong thing. You need to go out and sell something that pays you better commissions or something. Why is that, sir? Because you're, I can't believe how focused you are. It's, it's unbelievable. I can hardly stay focused on this end of the conversation. It's also great for emergency lighting and camping outdoors. Do you camp, sir? Uh, no, but I get a big refrigerator box or something, and me and my kids go camping, and we hang out in it. Well, uh, yeah. It kind of causes a problem when, when we actually make a campfire inside. My wife gets pretty upset. And that's the reason why I want to trade her for 3,600 of your flashlights so I can give them out to everyone in my neighborhood and play with their wives. See, like, as focused as you are on the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight, that's how focused I am on some of the hot moms in town. Okay. Because there are some real hotties. I got to, dude, you really, you need to come to my town and take a look at some of the moms around there. You ever hear the phrase MILF? Okay. Uh, but I'm here to sell you the Mr. Flex Flexible Flashlight. I don't want to buy the Mr. Flex Flexible Flashlight. Yo, can you do me a favor? What's that? Can you send me your resume? Why is that? 
because, to be honest with you, you have been the most focused telemarketing guy I've ever heard in my life. I can't believe how you haven't hung up on me yet. You're still sticking with it. Every time you say something, you, you lead back to the Mr. Flex flexible flashlight. You've said it so many times that even I know what it's called at this point. And I'm telling you, I will give you a job. You'll make $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year? Think about how many Mr. Flex flexible flashlights you can buy with that, bro. <laughs> Sir, I get commissioned on the sale of each one. If you buy 3600 uh, maybe I should stay at this job. I'm not going to buy 3600 How's that? I'm not going to buy any. But if you send me your resume, I will give you a job. And you will make $100,000 a year. Really? Some of the salespeople I've had that work for me are humongous idiots, and they make $80,000 a year. Wow. Well, I must say, you've been quite the customer here. Uh, you're offering... i got to tell you something. I've really enjoyed chatting with you, too, if you really want to know the truth. And uh, we've enjoyed uh, phone tapping you. Oh, awesome. This is Scary Jones from Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. You got phone tapped. Nice. By your 13-year-old son, Alex. Yo, that was great. I can't believe that. That's too funny. <laughs> the Elvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Only AT&T gives you entertainment your way. So here's our message in a more entertaining way, like an action movie. Either give me what I want, or you'll never see your best friend slash sidekick again. Just give him what he wants, Mac. What do you want? Well, I want an unlimited data plan that gives me more than just talking, texting, and surfing. Okay, but... I want live TV, too. Well, I... That I can watch on any screen, yeah. my phone, but... my tablet, or my home TV. He's crazy, Mac. He may be crazy, but I'm going to get him what he wants. <laughs> really? And then tumble off this cliff together. But I'll grab a branch while he falls. Take this. Ooh, <laughs> I'm watching my favorite shows and movies on the go! Sayonara, baby. Only AT&T gives you unlimited data and live television on any screen. Requires eligible AT&T unlimited plan. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Compatible device required and sold separately. Additional usage speed and other restrictions apply. See store for plan details. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Everyone knows our show is the place for your morning fun. But thanks to AT&T, it doesn't have to end there. Get around-the-clock entertainment to stream your favorite shows, movies, and live TV from almost anywhere. Head to AT&T.com or check out your local AT&T store to get details on how you can keep your entertainment going all day. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure AdventureMission.org. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.